Welcome in to episode 167 of Living Off the Land. On this week's episode, we do a Browns-themed top five draft. We all go around the room and create our own top five uh, nucleus or core Browns players to build a team going forward. We then get into the Browns schedule game, pretty much all things Browns this week. And then we wrap it up with uh, Euro 2020 talk and play some more prediction games. But first, it's Beer of the Week. Let's go. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Beer of the week time. This is Ryan, joined by Daniel, as always, and Hello. special guests for the week. How are we doing, Steve? Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Uh, we are doing great. Twitterless We're, Steve is Twitter, back at Twitter, it. Hashtag Twitterless hashtag Steve. Hashtag Twitterless Steve. That's going to be your name when we post the uh, the top five draft <laughs> like on that. Twitter. It's going to be hashtag Twitterless Steve. Actually, that's actually not completely accurate. Steve has a Twitter account. He just doesn't use it. Inactive at Steve. Stefano <laughs> Stiff. Yeah, I, I, it was like, what was it? It's got to be like 10 years ago now. I, I almost like made you get a Twitter account. I think and you that's used what it, happened. And yes. you used it for a little bit, but it's just, yeah. Oh, well. Maybe for Well, maybe for Brown, maybe for Brown season, we'll get him to get, get him back, back on Just there. your descriptions of how the people react during games and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh I, my I would God. just, I would just want to ring some of these. My blood necks, pressure is seriously. so much higher during uh, Browns games yeah. than it is at any other point in time throughout the year. And uh, oh yeah, thank you, the Twitter. Parky Posse, the Parky Posse. I do love that, and a Cody counter. I was pretty proud of that one too. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was uh, fun until it wasn't. <laughs> well, hey, get yeah. hey, get get ready because it's it's coming right around the corner. Seventy five yeah. day. It's it's Joel Batonio day. It is seventy five days. Seventy five days until the seventy fifth anniversary of the Cleveland Browns, which is pretty wild. Yep. It's uh, and hopefully it's here before we know it. Let's. Uh, oh, I'm, it I'm hoping be. it will be. Training camp is less than a month away. We're, we're kind of in this weird. We're in this weird sports season for at least for me. It's not oh, my it's, favorite yeah. time of year. You know, we're yeah. we haven't yet. Like baseball is still early enough in the season that it's kind of like meh. I haven't like yep. you know in in it's, in, it's in basketball. Better. If you're a basketball fan, you're fine because you you got the finals approaching. But like I'm not. And I've I'm watched five minutes of yeah. the NBA playoffs. I this am year. for sure checked out. Uh, and there's the only really no football to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's been good is we we have the Euros. The Euros, summer, yeah, has been awesome. Which and we we'll talk get, about later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, it's funny you mentioned the NBA playoffs because some of these games have been phenomenal. They, they have been. Um, I just – I don't know what it is. There have been buzzer beaters uh, all over the place. There's been game seven in the last few I think rounds. it's proving the fact that I'm a fair-weather uh, NBA fan and that I only care about them when the Cavs are good. Uh, same. And it's, 100%. And it's and getting, it's getting more so that way as I get older. Yeah, I mean, I'm even doing that with the Indians, and they're still not playing poorly despite all no, of the – well. again, another topic we'll get into in a little while. Despite all yeah. of the shenanigans, they're playing really good ball, they have the all worst things considered. All sports. 42 and 33. Talk about a snake-bitten yeah. team right now. Unbelievable. But 
all of that to come. Right now, we're talking beer. Hey, I was inspired. I brought. What did beer I say week. last week? <laughs> I Wasn't it? La- I said something when we started the episode, Didn't and you just, just cracked up. You You're started like, with like a hello or something. I don't know I what you was did. It, was it like hey y'all? Yes, that's that. <laughs> yep. I just cracked up. I'm gonna hear that in my nightmares. Hey y'all. <laughs> so sound uh, like Cleveland Brown. That's exactly. Yeah, what it was. exactly. Yeah. I was uh, this past weekend. I was down in Cincinnati. I was celebrating my uh, the natty. My, my aunt's birthday. Happy birthday, Aunt Joni. Hey. And um, we got together with some family, and we're, yeah, we're down in the Cincinnati area. So I felt inspired to bring uh, a little Cincinnati beer tonight. I brought some Rheingeist, uh, a great option in, in my mind. It's one of the better breweries in, in Cincinnati. So I don't know if you've heard of uh, Cloud Harvest. It's a series. They've got – this is number five. You and your series. I do love my series. So I've had cl- I've, I've had Cloud Harvest one. I don't think I had two, three, or four, and this is five. So The last so, – okay, since I'm uneducated, sure. does this mean that, like, the first one was, like, Cloud Harvest version one, and now this is, like, the upgrade version two, three, four, or five – or are they all different? It's the same uh, type of base, but they like swap out some of the hops. So it, you know, it'll be like the same you know type of 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 like base beer per se, but they'll use more Cascade hops or Citra hops or whatever. So it's 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 not so much gotcha. like an improvement upon; it's just a tweak on. Okay. Um, uh, one of my favorite breweries. Um, the Alchemist up in uh, Vermont does something. They've got a beer called Skadoosh, and I think they're up to. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. What? The, yeah, it's Skadoosh, and I think they're Squadoosh, Skadoosh, Skadoosh. Yeah, they're up to Skadoosh like 40 or something. I, I want to wow. say. Yeah, they've done a lot of these, and it's the same idea where <laughs> they just kind of play with it. It's kind of a rotational experimental beer, and then once they run out of Skadoosh 40, they're on to 41. Um, so this is similar idea. Not quite that uh, invested in it. They're just now getting a five. It sounds like um, it's I, it's called. I'm going to say this. I'm going to pronounce this wrong for sure. Itutaki. I don't know. I, I'm going to roll with that. Itutaki. Taki. Similar, I suppose. Uh, it's according to the can. A lonely lagoon sits square in um, um, in the almost atoll, like a turquoise eye of providence, watching the waves come and go, reflecting endless deep blue skies. Feel free to get lost, but, you know, not too lost, dot, dot, dot. And then in all caps, it screams at you, notes of citrus, passion fruit, and strawberry. <laughs> and so uh, that's uh, that's what we're rolling with. I don't know. Dan, do you get the uh, the citrus, passion fruit, and strawberry? I do not get strawberry. No. I don't get strawberry This This tastes like just a hazy mm-hmm. IPA to me. This is um, – Maybe unfiltered. I don't know what that I, – I don't know how that affects the taste, but – More mouthfeel. A little thicker in your mouth. Well, it certainly isn't a milky mouthfeel like the mm. previous two beers you brought. Steve. That milky so, dance. So, so we, we, we talked about how Ryan's been into series lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last two times he's brought in beer, he's brought in a series from Platform of these same style hazy IPAs, but they're made out of, uh, they, they come from uh, rice milk and oat milk. Yes. Huh. And I won't be. I, I very likely won't be grabbing the uh, third in that series because I did. You're going to be shocked. I know. Think about bringing that, but it's a sour or tart IPA, and you could have done that. I, I love sours and I love IPAs. I have never once had a sour IPA that works. It's not enough of either one. <laughs> so this is what the podcast is for, Ryan. I, yeah, you try beers. I'm not going to bring one that I don't. I, I, we got to inform the people. I don't know. If you have a sour IPA out there, uh, listeners, that, that, that you like, by all means, please feel free to share. I have not yet found one that I enjoy. Um, it's not sour enough, and it's not IPA 
E enough. This one? Uh, no, like the tar- any tart IPA or any oh. sour IPA that I've ever had, it's not enough of either. You know what I mean? Like I either want it to be super sour or I want it to be like really aggressive IPA. The tartness. I, the the yeah the tart IPAs just land in a very lame in between, and it's just not any good. So while I find the adjective IPA E, IPA, yeah, <laughs> it's an official term. You can look it up. IPA, IPA, or A E I O. Wait, or you could, or you could be like me. And if my brothers are listening to this, they're gonna, they're gonna probably laugh their asses off. Yeah. If, uh, or it could be the fact that I used to think that IPAs were actually made in India. Yeah. India pale <laughs> ale. Yeah. I, mean, I that I was I yeah it was before it was before I became educated. What's on with all the this subject. Indian beer? That's yeah. right. My mom thought Yingling was Chinese. <laughs> She's like, what? It sounded Chinese. I'm like, Ma, it's from Pennsylvania. She's like, that's not Chinese beer? I'm like, nah, definitely not. <laughs> One of the oldest breweries in America, in fact. <laughs> so, good try, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mom. Yeah, she does all right. She's uh, she's more of a wine drinker. I, uh, <laughs> no disrespect to Mom, but I, I feel like I should be more... Uh, uh, educated on beer and, and me saying no, that's that IPAs yeah. came from India that's is, fair. is no, that's like, yeah. I was trying to, you know, I'm throwing you a bone. I, I should walk yeah. the plank for that one. <laughs> yeah. All but, right. um, all right, well, let's, let's, let's rank this thing and we can move this, move this along. This is, um, you know, I'm kind of bummed. I'm kind of bummed. I was hoping really? for more. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not bad. I, I don't, I wouldn't, I would tell you what, I would not get it again. I would not go out of my way for it. Um, I don't know. Since I'm talking, I'll just go ahead and get right into rating it. I don't know. Um, it's uh, is it, I don't. Are you getting like a weird aftertaste, or is that just me? I feel like it's it's lingering in not a way that I like. It's not the milky mouthfeel that not, the that the rice or oat milk one know. gave. It's uh, what would I give you? I'm gonna say God, hopefully me. It's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that's not reassuring. No, not at all. I'm gonna give it ouch a six four. Okay, yeah. six four. It's not, uh, it's not bad, but I would not go out of my way for this again. Yeah, Steve, how do you rank? It? Yeah, <laughs> uh, incomplete. Is it incomplete? Is it is it IPA enough for you? IPA. No, it's not. Okay. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, Steve doesn't drink beer, so uh, let's see. For me, it. I'm take it or leave it. Um, I don't know. It just. I, all the pomp and circumstance of the oh, it's unfiltered. It's a special series. Like right. it just tastes like a juicy IPA to me. Yeah. Um, I don't get the strawberry at all, like they're saying. Um, what were the, the the citrus? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but passion fruit and strawberry kind of or miss. Yeah, I think so. I'm right. I'm right there with you. Six four six. Yeah, I don't want to go the same score. That's fine. Do it. Six four. Six, we'll go four. six four. Would yeah, you get I'm right it again? there with you. Um, feeling like a no, but I don't know. Figured I'd ask. If I'm sick of what I usually drink, yeah, maybe it's not bad. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe. I'm yeah, call, I don't know. know. It's a question it's a mark. Soft yes. Yeah, soft yes. <laughs> soft yes. Soft yes. Yeah. I'm gonna write Dan. That's beer of the week then. Parenthesis soft. <laughs> S A W F T. S A W F T. It's a soft yes. So yeah, you know that could have been uh, that could have been better. Could have been worse. That's it's a beer. I'm gonna drink it. Ha. Hey-o. But yes, that is beer of the week. Cloud Harvest number five from Rheingeist. 
Um, and I think what we'll do now, we're going to just transition right on into our draft, top five draft. This week, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> First, I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Very nice. Um, so last week we talked NBA. The week before we talked MLB. Surprise, surprise! This week we're going to talk football. Uh, we are not going to be doing logos this week, though, which I'm sure we will get into at some point. We got to finish um, our logo series. We do have to finish the logo. Speaking what, what's of the series, one we haven't yeah. done? Uh, and, uh, NFL. Yeah, yeah. Um, but saving the best uh, for last. We are going to keep this. Uh, it. I would not say exclusively, but much of this episode is going to be very Brown-centric. And so this week's top five draft is we are going to essentially draft a core five from the Browns. So this is – it's almost like fantasy, only we're, in, we're opening it up to defensive players. So if we were to uh, – if each of us were a GM and we were trying to create a team, uh, a core five, mm-hmm. based off of the Browns' current roster, this is who we're going to roll with. It's almost uh-huh. like you planned it this way because we have the Deerfield Gridiron post game crew with on today. Yeah, that is That's a, right. You better believe it. Um, so this week's uh, lineup. Oh, by the way, uh, Jordan's not with us tonight because he is in Las Vegas on a uh, work trip. So I didn't want to just go the whole episode. Oh, yeah. People are like, where's Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, to hear. Yeah. Uh, um, so he's, he's out in Vegas uh, doing God knows what. Um, good for him. But, uh, but yeah, he's out on a work trip. So. That is why he is not here. We have an empty fourth chair, and Steve was nice enough to uh, join us. So it literally is the uh, the post game show crew. If he's posting selfies in the desert and trying to convince people he's actually in Mexico, <laughs> I don't think he's doing that. <laughs> I think he's wherever a bar is. But anyway, likely. All right, let's get the draft started. Yep. So, hey. So the draft order goes as follows. Uh, Ryan's going to start us off, and he's going to piss me off with the first pick. I already know it. Uh, I'm going second, and Steve, we gave our guest the uh, the choice, and he picked to go third. He wants the uh, the back-to-back picks. So let's kick it off with the first pick in the weekly LOTL Top 5 Draft. Ryan Donathan selects. It I'm, I'm not doing this every pick. Ha- yeah, I was going to say, that's going to get old fast. Has to be. Absolutely has to Don't be. Don't you do it. Miles Garrett. Oh, God. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a, obviously a worthy number one choice. Yeah, it has to be. I, there are plenty of other discussions, but uh, in terms of oh, uh, oh, we gonna have them. bang for buck, I have some thoughts. Um, you got some thoughts? I have some, some thoughts. It's got some thoughts. Indeed, I do. But we'll get into that later. We can argue. Uh, as long as Dan, if he drafts, uh, if his first draft pick this week is anything like last week's, I'll be fine. Oh. Last week he picked the Cavs oh. retro logo. Okay, Let's with his see. first overall. First pick. of all, first of all, we're that's, gonna get in. No, that's the worst first pick of all, all picks. No, no. First of all, we're gonna get into this right now. You posted the wrong logo. First of all, <laughs> no, that's the one you said. No, it was the, the I script. Said, no, yeah, that's not the script. Yeah, no, it's not the script. I'm talking about the '80s orange Cavs with the net in the V. Look as it up. You the, know what you're. You know what I'm talking to the blue about. Version of it from the early '90s. Yeah, he's talking about he 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 posted the one with the black Cavs lettering underneath the net with the ball going through. Oh, uh, okay, that's like mid which, late '90s. Which Cavs. I didn't make a big stink about it because I love that oh, one too. Oh, you meant I'm pulling my my laptop up. Uh, you meant that one. No, the this the one, one. No, the orange. The just the orange one. That oh, one. Straight yeah, up. That got one. it. Yeah. 
My bad. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Like, like I said, I like the uh, I like the one you posted too. So I wasn't really like fair enough. And I, to be honest with you, I mean whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was gonna win last week anyway. Right. But <laughs> I had to throw some calves in there, and I love that logo. Oh. The 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 current logos for the Cavs stink. Correct. Just like their jerseys, they yes. stink. Also so, bad. Yes. yes. Um. But anyway, si- side side yeah. uh, <laughs> super tangent. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, right. okay. So yeah, you're up. That's good. Round uh, pick number oh. two. Oh. Um, what can't you win a Super Bowl without? I'm assuming you're about to say quarterback. <laughs> My number one pick is Baker Mayfield. There you go. Again, yeah. can't Mike, argue. Suck it, Mike yeah. Tannenbaum. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's look at Mike Tannenbaum's yeah. record yeah. of drafting yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy that drafted Sark Manchez fifth overall is going to tell me about what my quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And that actually was, like, compared to what the Jets have had for the last six or seven years, they would love to have Mark Sanchez back. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's unfortunately quite true. Yeah. That's my pick. All right, Steve's got three, and then he's got the first pick in the f- second round. Back to back. Uh, I can't be four. surprised at uh, who either of you took with the first two. That's who I thought you were going to go with, Aaron hey. and Mayfield. So third pick overall, I'm going with Nick Chubb. Nice. I mean, absolutely. Workhorse running back. I don't I, think any of us would like if like if the draft was ordered in a different way. I think the first three picks might have been the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, may, I, maybe maybe Chubb over Baker. Maybe. If I had pick three, I'm going to be uh, an asshole. I would probably have not taken Chubb in the first round. You're not allowed to swear anymore on the podcast. Sure, you're right. <laughs> For shame. I'll yeah. Do that. <laughs> so, well, you can say ass, then, but, but like TV, you can't say yeah. whole. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quality distinction. I just thought that was the weirdest thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have sure. a – hold on. I have a – oh, this sucks. Where is it? Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Damn it. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Hashtag. Yes, <laughs> correct. Okay, and yeah. so your uh, your second of two picks here. And so with the fourth pick, I'm I'm going with Wyatt Teller. Wow. Mm. Offensive All right. Line. All you right. Know, that guy was money every single time he took of the field last year. Interesting. When, when he was not in, how many times were yeah. we having trouble running the ball and protecting the quarterback? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I, the guy had a hell of a season, and I, I, I'm – I'm scared because I think if, if he has another uh, season like he did oh, last year, he's, he's going to get price so him, paid. He's going to price himself out of Cleveland. Yeah, even Probably. even you know even though guards not like the sexiest position, sexiest of positions, he's going to get yeah. paid. Here, we're going to have a decision to make after <sighs> if Teller has a season like he did last year. We're only going to be able to keep one of our two starting guards. It's either you get rid of Batonio and sign Teller, or you keep Batonio, who's already on a uh, big contract, and you let Teller walk. I can't imagine a situation. We're not paying two two tackle or two guards sixty million dollars no. each. No, and I can't imagine a situation in which we don't take the younger player. I know that Batonio's been a rock star. Who is the day. younger player? I don't even know. Teller. Is it Teller? Yeah, not radically, but by I believe two or three years, yeah, which would suck because because I love Batonio. Bato- yeah, Batonio's he's been there. Through, getting, he was like Joe Thomas. He was there for so I was just many bad say, teams. He's getting to that Joe. Not, not that he's Joe Thomas's level. Like like I don't think Batonio's ever going to be considered a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, but he's a he's a multi-time Pro Bowler, and he's the longest tenured Cleveland Brown. So he's like getting to that Joe Thomas. Like, okay, he's he's the he's the guy who's most most been through all the crap, and is now coming out on the other side. Like if he sticks around another three four years and continues to be good over that span, you know, you could see his name in the Ring of Honor. Like it's oh it's, yeah oh and and I think I think if he makes a couple more Pro Bowls and let's say the Browns uh, win a Super Bowl, Hall of Fame maybe he could be a Hall of Famer. 
It's it's the it's the name recognition. It's once you play in those big games and you're a multi-time Pro Bowl or everybody starts talking about you. Right. But I, I agree with you. I think if, if Batonio plays his whole career here, he'll be in the ring of honor at, at Cleveland Browns State. For, sorry, first energy. Well, if the Browns mm-hmm. if the Browns took the Indians' approach to the uh, Teller Batonio situation, they oh, would God. just they would just trade Wyatt Teller. If 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 the Browns took the Indians, uh, hmm. am I not wrong about that? Oh no, I mean, you're 100. That's, that's right. exactly what they would do. Oh God. And Jimmy Haslam would say in a press release, "Enjoy him," <laughs> like like he's probably about to say with Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber. Oh, remember, yeah, long remember, run. he said that two years before they traded Francisco Lindor, yeah. and it's 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 going to be about two years before we have to uh, pay Jose and and Bieber, and you know we're not going to do that. So yeah, there's uh, I don't know why we're getting but on. We're segueing yeah. from Cavs. My, yeah. blood, my, my so, blood pressure. So it's my picks. Again. So Steve yeah. took Chubb and Teller. Yeah. Oh boy, choices. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Round two, pick two. Let's see. All right, so you took Miles. I've got Baker. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. I'm, this is gonna be a little bit of a leap of faith here. Uh-huh. This is a leap of faith pick. Okay. I'm taking OBJ. Okay. Yeah. This is. I think he's gonna have a huge bounce back year this year. Um, and if he doesn't, well, it's not gonna be on the. I, I mean, whether he has a giant Pro Bowl season or not, I don't think. I think this is his last year on the Browns, but. I think he could be the piece offensively that allows us to explode if he's healthy and in the right mindset and uh, is in sync with Baker. Yeah. I, I think we could we could see a reemergence of uh, Giants OBJ before he started having all the all the issues towards the end of his career there. I'm talking like the first three or four years of his career when he was putting up uh, the best numbers a receiver has ever put up in his first four years. So – Going with OBJ, it's a little bit skeptical. I don't know if that's going to get me a lot of votes in our, once we post this on Twitter, but yeah, the guy has the ability to almost win games on his own. His ceiling is so damn high. I mean, we don't we don't beat uh, Dallas last year without his heroics. And there there are a he very that, small yeah, handful 100%. of guys who can who could have done what he did on that play. Yeah, you can probably count them um, on your hand. Yeah, probably. So no, I I know you're I know what you're saying. Like it's a stretch in terms of he's coming off the injury and all that jazz. Um, and in, in how he'll fit in, you know, with the system. Excuse me. But I, I still think it makes perfect sense. His, his ceiling is just so high. Um, it, it's I, – I don't think anybody could fault you for, for taking him. Um, so I'm going to stay in the wide receiver family. This will surprise nobody. Jarvis Landry. Juice. Not shocked at all. He, that. again, getting a little bit older. Uh, his, his days in Cleveland quite <laughs> likely numbered. Uh, I understand that. But in terms of – his attitude and leadership, the culture of this team. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I love Kevin Stefanski and Barry and what they've been doing, but things started to turn around uh, the second he became a part of this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for uh, everything that he does, um, not just the actual football. By the way, he's one of the most consistent receivers uh, in, in the entire sport. So yep. I love his attitude. I love his aggression. I love uh, the leadership. All of the things he brings are um, pretty spectacular for me. And um, playing on the opposite side of the ball, um, Denzel Ward will be be a bad next pick. So that's the top of the third round. Uh, 
Injury concerns, yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, he's a small guy. This is, you know, this is what this is what the the era, the new era of uh, DBs are. They're yeah. it's like driving a, a, a Ferrari on a dirt road. You're gonna break down every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but some of the plays that he makes are so intuitive. He's so quick. He's so smart. His technique is great. Uh, he's he's a stud. Um, I would not want him on anybody else's team but my own. So that's uh, to me again. It's back to you. Yes. I'm, I'm, I gotta think. I gotta. Th- I have two in my mind, but I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now the game is beginning. Yeah. yeah. So I pick, then Steve picks twice, and it's me again. Correct. Correct. Give me Kareem Hunt. Mm. Yeah. He's uh, you know, he's obvious. You know, obviously the Robin to the Batman of of Nick Chubb. So you know that two headed monster. He's, you know, not to say he's second fiddle because I I think Kareem Hunt's a top ten running back in the NFL. Um. But, you know, he's a guy that had some – he had some personal issues off the field. It seems like he's really grown from that. I, I saw him at his uh, – well, I didn't see him personally, but through social media, I saw him at his uh, football camp for kids uh, in Willoughby. Uh, I think it was over the weekend or maybe sometime last week. Uh, he's from, He went to Willoughby South, um, so that makes sense. They did it out there. And uh, he just seems like he's turned his life around. You know, I'm going to knock again mm-hmm. because you never know. But uh, and he's just a monster on the field, you know. I don't think he's as good as Nick Chubb, but few very, are. Very was, <laughs> that you remember, yeah. You took very the words right off. Very I mean, few if guys. He's a, if he's a top ten running back, you know, it, it, pretty much. I would say. I would say he's. Mixon's hmm, pretty good when he's healthy, but I would say we might have the best two running backs in the division. Yeah. I think I'd probably maybe the Steelers drafted Najee Harris, but he's unproven. Yeah, and and the Steelers' offensive line looks abysmal. I, yeah, R.I.P. Najee, um, because <laughs> as talented as uh, he is, nah, nah, he plays for the he plays he, for the Steelers. There's no peace. He's <laughs> there's no peace. <laughs> I'm just saying, like whatever, I would not touch him uh, unless I absolutely had to in like a fantasy football draft. I'm not taking any Steelers running back this year. Yeah, at all. That that line is, and they just released. Um, What's his David face? De Castro. Uh, they just got uh, yeah. salary cap casualty. Save them like eight million bucks. So yeah. they need. I mean, needed to be done. But do so you take both Chubb and Hunt over J.K. Dobbins? Yes, mm. they've proven more. Definitely Chubb. Probably Hunt too. But I'm also. A, for, I'm, I'm a Ravens for, hater. So people forget that that Kareem Hunt led the league in rushing. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins is never leading the league in rushing. I was gonna say you, if we're doing this, not with if we're doing this circa well, that's all, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like. I mean, you've got Odell Beckham and Kareem Hunt on your roster. I mean, those were considered yeah, to be the top players at their position. With with a, with OBJ, it's a leap of faith um, because he's been he's been injury prone and he we haven't seen the best of him at least not in a Browns uniform yet. And with Kareem Hunt, it's it's not really a leap of faith. It's just you know he's splitting carries with Nick Chubb. Yeah. So and by the way, I love that he was on record just a couple of days ago was saying like, hey, pay like him. pay the man. Like he doesn't mind sharing yeah. team player, like that's great because normally yeah. you're so used to unfortunately the opposite. It's it's the diva player who's wants his touches and yeah. well he he got his he got his contract extension last year and it's not you know enormous but you know if if Kareem Hunt continues to produce like he has uh, if he like he did last year like the next two oh he'll get paid yeah and, it, and unfortunately it's not going to be from us but. You know he's going to get a big contract from somebody because he's still Kareem Hunt is still like 24, 
25. Yeah. So if he produces the next two years, he's going to be 26. He's he's going to get a he's going to get another big contract if he stays clean and and uh, stays healthy and produces. So totally. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so Steve's got the next two I'm two on picks. The clock. All right, so this was a gamble. This was as, a strategic gamble. As as much as I you know don't usually like going for guys who you know haven't played a down with the team yet. Ooh. Um, who was the guy that we complained about constantly every game last year? Sendejo. Mm-hmm. Oh, who did we get? To, who did we get to replace him? This was the. This was the. This was yes. the risk. Uh, Grant. Grant Delpit. Uh, okay, maybe it was him, but that's not the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, um, John Johnson. Damn it. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about with these top five drafts now. <laughs> instead of, I took the so if, if good young talent. Uh, let me answer, answer me this: If I didn't take Kareem Hunt, would you have taken him in your next two picks? Uh, no, because I took Chubb. <laughs> you done did your math wrong. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> well, I'll never be an NFL GM. <laughs> Excuse me. Ryan John Johnson's a great pick. Yeah, that's that, who I should have freaking picked. Yeah, man. he's. I mean, he's like a top five safety, top three safety in the league. Son of a bad yep. word. I <laughs> mean, you never know how a new guy is just gonna come in and and play for a new team, a new scheme. I you know, have to learn the system and all. But Crap. like, when you get a guy like that. You know, coming in, who's who's been good and is still in that sweet spot. You know, not even barely in the prime of his career yet, twenty five. Yeah, I mean that's kind of hard to get away from, especially when you see what the alternative is. Mm-hmm. Steve did his homework, um, yes, sir. <laughs> and then the next pick after that, um, I mean, I'm kicking myself a little bit that I didn't take Jarvis Landry either third or fourth, but like. No, he's gonna take my. Eh. He's gonna take my. He's gonna. But you're, you gonna, know, you're gonna take the <laughs> fact that this guy is still on the board. You know, at ten. Kind of hard to go against because whenever he plays, he produces. He's great. Um, I'm Rashard Higgins. Damn it! I mean, the guy. The guy is such a fan favorite too. Um, I mean, maybe he's not the most talented guy on the field, but again, I don't, the only thing that's held him back over the last two years is coaches who just don't like him for some reason and keep putting him on the inactive list. Mm-hmm. I just, I no, that's life not, of me, yeah, that's not happening anymore. For the life of me, I've never understood why that's happened, and you know, hopefully, it never happened again. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks, Steve. Sure. That was that was a disaster. <laughs> that went poorly for you, sir. <laughs> I, I I was like I was like uh, I wanted John Johnson, but I'm like, oh, man, I, I feel like if I don't take Kareem Hunt here, he's, he's gonna take not. I, I totally didn't think of the fact that you already took Nick Chubb. Mm. Damn it. Well, I'm up. Yes, you are. Uh, let's see. Pick the, number eleven. The quarterback's been taken. The top three receivers have been taken. An uh-huh. offensive lineman has been taken. Uh, both running backs have been taken. Uh, our top corner has been taken. All our top safety has been taken. The end has been taken. One. Yeah. Let's see. Fourth pick. This is my fourth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You know what? Give me our number one draft pick this year. Give me Greg Newsom. Unknown, but uh, uh, the media said the coaches raved about him in rookie minicamp and in mm-hmm. minicamp. Uh, I think he has the I think he has the ability to be a Pro Bowler, and I'm looking at uh, the reemergence of uh, uh, I can't believe uh, Dixon and uh, Hanford and Minifield. Oh yeah, um, the original dog pound. Uh, so yeah, I like Greg Newsom a lot. I loved him when we drafted him, and when he was like uh, when his reaction to when he got drafted by the Browns. Oh um, yeah, that loved was- that. Uh, let me see. I think I have it here. 
The whole room goes crazy. Yep. I love that. And he's pumping his fist and, you know, high-fiving everybody that was at his I mean, you, party. you can't have enough quality uh, defensive backs. No. Again, between injury concerns <laughs> and all that jazz, that's one part. But at the end of the day, in my mind, the two most important pieces of a defense in terms of, like, high impact are going to be uh, an absolute stud defensive, you know, edge rusher and a lockdown corner. It's one of the things that I, that I wanted to, us to cover uh, tonight was h- how we think the secondary is actually going to shape up. Because mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that Greg Newsom's going to be our going to be the starting corner because we signed Troy Hill from uh, from the Rams, who is one of the you know one of the top uh, you know corners that can play either in the slot or outside. I believe, and correct so, me if I'm wrong, Troy, he played primarily slot, yeah. and that's probably what's most natural. Right. But uh, again, he's talented and can probably play. I mean, the 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 he theme led of the next le- year is going to be all of these guys kind of playing in amoeba. He led the league in defensive touchdowns last year. See, I yeah, didn't three. Even know that. That's awesome. Yeah, three. I yeah, think, I think he. I think he had two pick sixes and a fumble recovery for a touchdown, or maybe, I mean, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, he was. It's, I mean, a, it's the Rams had one of the best pass defenses last year. Yeah, um, and in obviously, the league, and we just poached two of their guys. Right. Like, granted, I know you can't Jaylen, just yeah. Jalen Ramsey, he's a big part of that right. too. Don't get me but wrong. John Johnson's one of the best safeties in the league. Yeah, and we were able to poach him away. And and um, uh, what's the guy's name? Why am I blanking? The corner. Oh, Troy Hill. Troy Hill. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm still I'm st- I still can't get over the fact that Steve took my next two guys. <laughs> All out of sorts. Troy Troy Hill, uh he's from the the Northeast Ohio area. Mm-hmm. So um he's a Northeast Ohio guy, so that's another uh, feather in his cap. So I know he's going to be a fan favorite. Ryan, you got picks 12 and 13. Oh uh, yeah, and these are my 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 last two picks. Um so Are you done, Steve? Is that No, you, I've, you have two I've, more. Right? No, One more. I've, I've got the last pick. The last oh pick. yeah, you're right. Um, He's got Mr. Irrelevant. So I'm looking over what I already have. I need some offensive line. So we have some great options. I'm going to go with uh, Conklin. Not because I don't like Jed Wills, but I like – I think Conklin. I mean, objectively, it, Conklin was better last year. Yeah, objectively better. Now, granted, it was you know is is Wills' rookie season, um, but it's just he's proven he's done it before, and he's young enough that when he just signed that uh, contract here in Cleveland, he's gonna he's got enough t- left in the tank that he'll be able to sign another contract after the fact. Um, just an absolute uh, stud to, road to, grader. Yeah, to uh, anchor. Uh, the offensive line and then let me see let me see i've got one more pick and i also got a little bit thrown off because i was thinking about greg newsom so so thanks i was gonna be like uh rocking out um you know what i'll do i'm gonna take a flyer on uh on a new guy as well um you know steve you mentioned not picking guys who haven't played uh, a snap yet I am going to give uh, JOK a shot. He's going to be my flyer. Pick, okay. pick number five, Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa. Um, Correct. I am really excited about him. I have no idea if this whole thing is going to pan out. You know, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of people, you know, are saying maybe he's too small. Maybe he can't play this position or that position. I think that he's going to um, – I'm definitely talking with my Homer hat on right now. I think he's going to thrive under, you know, Joe Woods in this system. Uh, I think that he's a freak athlete and he's fast, and that's what we're going to need to compete with the teams that have uh, sure. the quality um, 
like athlete at quarterback as well, like Mahomes. And I know, again, quarterback part aside, Lamar Jackson is, if nothing else, a quality athlete. And so yeah. we need speed at various levels to try to contain that. Um, so I'll, I'm going to take a flyer on JOK to wrap out my draft. All right. Just OK? Just OK. Hopefully it's better than just OK. We No, I think, damn near in the I, think first round. I think he's going to be a stud. Yeah. OK, my last pick. Last pick. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um, boy, where do I go? Hmm. So I've got I've got two on offense and two on defense? No. No, three offense. You've got Baker, OBJ, oh, OBJ and Kareem. Right. Three, okay. And then you got Greg Newsom on defense. All right. Uh this guy needs to stay healthy. Mm, I know what we're doing. Uh, this guy could be the key to Miles Garrett being – this guy could be the key to helping your guy, your number one overall pick, become a defensive player of the year this year. True. Uh, I'm going with Jadevian Clowney. Has to be. I have – I have. if he stays healthy, I have faith that he's going to have a very big year. And, and it might not come in the areas where a lot of people uh, think. And I'm talking about – uh, most notably the sack category. Um, he's It's weird because for a defensive end, and he was taken number one overall, he's more of a perennial run defender. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very versatile. Um, I, I, I know what he got interviewed uh, a couple weeks ago now where he was talking about Miles Garrett and he was talking about the opportunities that they're going to get to line up together on like next to each other on passing downs and if you're a guard good freaking or yeah. a tackle good luck or a guard cuz both we talked about this before both these right. guys can play inside as well can you imagine if like all of a sudden the line that lines up with uh yeah, and the with Browns, those two yeah. on the edges and, and then, then they, Jackson and Billings in the middle interchange. And, and then just like flip flop all of a sudden yeah and now your center and guard uh, yep. combo has to uh, deal with Clowney and Garrett coming yes. straight down the middle. Yes. Good luck. Um, so for me, I think more it's more of a supplemental type impact that he's going to have. Um, excuse me. And it'll work well too because it's going to end up being mutually <sighs> beneficial. Because again, he's gonna he's gonna look like a rock star because um, he's not going to get the the normal amount of double teams that he might yeah. be used to, and so he's going to play well. His numbers are going to look great. Again, whether it be – I agree with you. I don't think it will be, like, sack totals like crazy, but he'll probably have a couple. If Clowney gets us, like, six to eight sacks, I think that, that would be, an, oh, that would yeah. be enormous. And and if he continues the run presence, pick up a loose fumble here and there, yeah. you know, st- you know, a couple of, couple of things like Tackles that. Tackles for it, losses in the run game. I mean, that's yeah. almost as big as a sack anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, again, against, uh, against the Patrick Mahomes and the Lamar Jacksons of the world, again – yeah. The bigger, batter athletes that we've got on the edges who can move, the better. Clowney runs like a safety. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. He's a freak. He's it a is freak. insane. Yeah. No, he's him in open field is nuts for, for a guy his size and his position. Um and Miles is no slouch either. Nope. Uh, there was a couple instances last year where Miles we we let up a big running play and he's the guy uh tracking thirty yards yeah. down well, the field again, to make the tackle. against KC, yeah. Yeah. So no so quality. All right. All right. Well, Mr. Irrelevant. I, I was 
planning on going defense with this pick because I've only taken one defensive guy at this point, but there's been a run on defensive players <laughs> the last, you know, three picks or so. So, uh, I mean, we mentioned him earlier. It's kind of hard to get away from this guy at this point. I'm going with Joel Batonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Guys. Steve took two guards. Yeah, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Yeah, it's it's interesting how this is played out. Like it, I picked almost, I picked Baker, so I'm going to borrow those from you. Like you've. You know, Dan has gone for the you know for the flash. You know, he's gone for the you know throw the ball around. You yeah. know, Beckham. You know, Kareem Hunt, Baker. Yeah. Um, Ryan has has gone with you know, like he says. You know, he went with the defensive end in the corner and you know, kind of building the blocks from there. You know, going with Landry. You know, the the strong character guy. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of those philosophies. And then with me, you know, it's it's the you know it's the smash mouth. You know. Hand it off to Chubb and let the uh, let the big hog mollies up front really deal with it. Hog mollies. Love. There's your there's your uh, word of the week. So Love a good hog molly. Yeah, it's, it's almost like how you we do. usually <laughs> play fantasy football too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, like we like we already discussed with Petonio, the guy's longest tenured Brown the guy's you know been good for a long time. You know, could end up like we like we already said mm-hmm. in the Ring of Honor, and maybe the Browns of the Super Bowl. He could even be looking getting Hall of Fame consideration. Like. Yeah. So interesting uh, note about this draft: no tight ends. I thought about that. In a, <coughs> I don't like a, the Browns' tight end situation. In a in a tight end heavy uh, offense. Yeah, when they play thirteen personnel, like yeah. a whole well, bunch. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say that I hate uh, their tight end situation, or like you said, you don't like it. It's 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 just kind of there. Well, so the way I looked at this, and maybe we all approach this slightly differently. I approach this less of like. I like our tight end room. I think we've got one of the best tight end groups, yeah. certainly in the division and arguably the NFL. But if I'm looking at I have five guys to create a nucleus to build a team around, mm. tight end isn't a, a position that comes to mind, naturally. Now, no. they they can be you know a differentiator between a good team and a great team, but mm-hmm. if I'm looking at core guys, I'm looking at the high-impact positions. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, you know, Dan taking a quarterback with me taking a perennial edge rusher. You know, there's, there's, I think, obvious picks there. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, let's get a quick rundown. So Steve's core is Nick Chubb, Wyatt Teller, John Johnson III, Rashard Higgins, and Joel Batonio. Just exactly like you said, smash mouth, super reliable guys. Uh, Dan's team, Baker, OBJ, Kareem Hunt, Greg Newsom, and Jadavian Clowney. Hard to be upset with anybody on that list. Mm-hmm. And then mine, Miles Garrett, Jarvis Landry, Denzel Ward, Jack Conklin, and JOK. Good stuff. Quality guys, man. How, how, how fun is it that we have a team that has enough p- talent at multiple positions where we can even play this game? This is, <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> we, this is going to be a fun <laughs> vote, actually. This I mean, is – it's uh, – it, it just goes to show you just – you know, we're seeing a lot of the national media start to come around on the Browns' talent their perspective and opinion on the quarterback is still kind of lagging behind. But um, a lot of people think that the Browns have a top one or two roster in the NFL between us and Kansas city. It's hard to argue. It really is. And again, you don't play the game on paper. I understand that. Right. Um, Injuries will inevitably happen to multiple teams throughout the league. We know this, Um, but at least at this point in the season, we've got a team that could compete with anybody. I I would, I would bet a lot on that. You know, I don't know. You know, how this vote's necessarily going to go, but uh, if I could guess it, 
Dan will probably win resoundingly in the 25 and under crowd, and I will probably do very well in like the 60 and over crowd. <laughs> which, that's, which, that's which, probably this, where this, this is poll headed. is going on Twitter, so I don't like your chances, Steve. Yeah, I have a feeling. Not that you, a lot of yeah. 60 year olds on Twitter. Nah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if you made me guess, I think Dan's team will probably win just because it's probably got some of the sexier names. I don't know, though, Ryan. But, I mean, uh, Lot of, I, might, lot. I, might, I might hang tight, though. There's a lot of Denzel fans. A lot of the, I mean, lot of the Garrett, ladies like Landry. Miles, man. I mean, true, true. But a lot of the ladies also like OBJ. I took a bit of a flyer on JOK, so we'll see if that pans yeah, out. Yeah, but, I mean, that was your that was your last pick. Yeah. You know, like I took I took Greg Newsom. I took him in the fourth round because yeah. I knew one of you guys were going to take him. I was going to swipe, yeah, because yeah. I would have, I mean, pairing Denzel and uh, – you know, starting start four with two awesome, and, and it freaked me out because yeah. <laughs> because my, Steve took both of my both of my uh, what would have been my oh, fourth yeah. round pick, but both of my options. Yeah, and you, you never know the the real tiebreaker here could be the fact that he took Denzel Ward that might get the Buckeye honks on his could, side. True. Very I much mean, so. You yeah. never know. It'll be a fun one. Could get, be good. Could get the honks. <laughs> Indeed, but yeah, top five. Uh, there's our Browns nucleus draft. We'll get that posted uh, probably sometime tomorrow. Keep an eye on our Twitter and go ahead and vote for that. That's right. Vote yeah. for your favorite. <laughs> Are there any other notable omissions real quick before we move on? No tight ends. Austin Hooper and Sayon Taki Taki, I think, were the two ones that um, jumped out at me. But Yeah, I'm not, um, I don't know about you guys. Jedrick Wills, perhaps. Maybe Wills. Nah, I, I would I would have taken Treader before Wills. I think yeah. Treader's one of the best best centers in the league. True. Um Yeah, let's This guy would have been a complete flyer, but Grant Delpit, maybe. Yeah. Complete flyer. I mean the guy's coming off an Achilles tear. I was thinking uh, uh Ronnie, Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison, maybe. Yeah. I know he's kind of a fan favorite. Um if he can be I mean he flashed. I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll year. tell you who would have been a uh who would have been a, a snub. If he was still here, play 23. Yeah. <laughs> First we round pick do. for me. Okay, let's do this real quick. Let's do uh, <laughs> the ironic team. Team irony would be uh, Sendejo. Mac Wilson. Mac Wilson. Um, would you throw in Joku in there? No, because I think he's kind of turned a corner. I think he, he has, kinda, but he, he had he had all the drama last year of, oh, I want to be traded. Oh, I don't want to be traded. Oh, I mean, I that was traded. dumb. You're right. But I – I don't want to jinx us. Knock on wood. All all, yeah. all, all signs are pointing to him kind of um, being past that. How about uh, – oh, jeez. Cody Parkey, just because drafting a kicker for yeah. your core would be kind of hilarious. I, oh, not, you know who? Sheldrick Redwine. Yeah. I'm honestly shocked you didn't take the hammer. You know, I didn't even think about I'm it. I'm kind of shocked. I didn't even think about he it. Had, he had a he had a look. His, Year two his was stand, rough. He sophomore slumped hard. Yeah, his standard. I'm going by his standards because his rookie season was so great. He was kind of a little bit rough last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I know how much you love him. Long hair, the beard. I well, d- no, he doesn't have a beard. He didn't know, but I, he's got the hair. I want to get a brown and orange kilt. Anybody knows who has the hookup on kilts? You friends with him on Whoop yet? No, I'm not. Get him on the podcast. He could be. Yeah. Andy Janovich would be good just because nobody would yeah. think to draft a fullback. Very true. Very true, yeah. No, I. I mean, I think we. I think we covered the bases pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, you know, Olivier. We might bring Olivier Vernon back once he gets healthy late in the season. Talk about a, a third pass rusher that if we're able to bring him back when he's yeah. healthy, because he'll probably be healthy for the stretch run, like the last month. 
because that's about a year injury. Especially because with let's be really honest, Clowney might not be at that point. Right. You know, he might. True. He. You know. And it could it could be a situation where the Browns are the Browns have already communicated to him like, hey, you know, when you're healthy, give us a call and we'll work something out. I'm sure. I know they tried to they tried to work out a deal to bring Sheldon Richardson back and. By all the reports, they offered him more money, but I think he might have been a little butt hurt on the fact that he got cut by the Browns. I get it. I mean, if you were, and he went back to Minnesota, where he's where he where he's played before. So, you know, I mean, it is they did the same thing. Yeah, it is. But time passes. Time heals all wounds. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, if I was due to make twelve million and you cut me and then offered me five, I'd be like, okay, you can kick rocks. You know what I mean? You know. But that's the nature of the beast. That's the NFL. Let's. Do you guys? Since uh, we're back together, the post-game show crew, for the first time since uh, that Chiefs loss, and we really haven't played the schedule game uh, on LOTL because doing, like, a Brown-centric uh, segment with Jordan is like <laughs> is like throwing a rock at a window. <laughs> it just not, well, I, that's, no. not, that's not a knock against Jordan at no, all. It's, just, it'd be like asking me to go do a Houston podcast. Yeah, he's I not, get it. No, but he, well, he's not, a, for, he's not a Cleveland sports fan. Like, if it's a big game, he will. I'll give him this. He will more than likely root for Cleveland unless they're playing Houston. Sure. Um, and he just doesn't. He doesn't really like the NFL. Like mm-hmm. he. He only really enjoys it when the Texans are good. Other no, than that, he's like, you know. Fair. So he'd say so that he himself. views the NFL the same way you view the NBA. Uh, to that point, yeah, pretty much because mm-hmm. I'm I'm out on the NBA unless the Cavs are good at this point in my life. Yeah. Now I'm in my third. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like the fact that now I'm getting older, I don't like the NBA. I don't know what it means. Like I have nothing against it. Um, it's just like I don't know. I I have better things I, to do. You may with have my been time. more connected with, with the game years ago because I mean you played the game. Yeah, you know, and in, in your youth, and you don't play anymore. Yeah, now, and, and, so. and 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 when LeBron left the first time, uh, I watched almost, and and the Cavs were god awful. I watched almost every game. I was in your house when the the night the decision happened. Yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, after LeBron left the second time, it's just like, okay, we won our title. You know, I'm, like, satisfied on the Cavs. And, you know, when they hit the lottery and draft the next, you know, franchise savior, I'll, I'll be back in. But mm-hmm. we won our title, so I'm not really into watching 20-win basketball teams anymore. So Yeah, not particularly fun. Um, well, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's let's roll through. We can do that. Let's yeah. do the schedule game. Let's play it, Steve. You want to bring up the Brown schedule real quick? Yeah, I'm gonna do that you. right now. And let's let let's do this. Uh, <laughs> we're on 50 minutes already, so <laughs> let's. Uh, we were gonna Speed talk around. We were gonna talk about the Indians and the Cavs, but <laughs> we have to do our Euro recap. Who, because who are they? There's a decent amount to talk about that. There's a lot that happened. The games, especially yesterday. Three out of the last four games that were played were wild. Yeah. Week one certainly. All right, so week one, Browns are playing at Kansas City, rematch of last year's divisional playoffs. And this is an easy decision for me because we never win on opening day. I'm glad they put us against the Chiefs, so loss. Yeah. Yeah, it's a loss. Go nuts. Go nuts. You're delusional. We're going to win. Go nuts. Okay. (laughs) We're going to win. There's already bulletin board material. Does bulletin board material actually exist? I think if you use it the right way. Bill yeah. Belichick has made a career off of bulletin board material. Yeah, fair. And I think Kevin Stefanski is smart enough to mo- to to use it in the right way to motivate his players. And yeah. and if you guys don't know what I'm referring to, I'm referring to the fact that Patrick Mahomes is talking about going 20 and 0. Right. Right. And winning the Super Bowl undefeated, where where they probably play between us and the Bills, their biggest test in the AFC the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. 
And 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 I'll say this. And possibly again. I will in say the this: if you're going to play Kansas City, Week One is probably the week to get them. You know, yeah, because once not... they get into a flow in the season, by the end of the season, you're know, ramping up towards the playoffs. Now is when to get them. And there's, I mean, like let's be honest, this defense. Yeah, I know Joe Woods was here last year, but he did not get to run his defense. He's got an infusion They're... of talent. This this defense, not there's only... not giving any tape on it. Right, exactly. Not not only the the just the infusion of talent. Kansas City's not going to know who's coming from where. Now, I'm not saying like we're going to be world beaters and we're going to shut out Patrick Mahomes. Like I still expect the Browns to give up high 20s, 30s oh, points. Oh yeah, we're going to need to score in the high 30s to beat them. Right, but but I think but I think with our offense and OBJ coming back, we're 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 very capable of scoring a lot of points against anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that we could we could go in there and stun the Chiefs. I don't I I understand that we we never win the opener and it's the Chiefs and all that, but this isn't last year where. Baker's going on his fourth offense in three years. We have a brand-new coach instituting a brand-new system without an offseason because of the pandemic, doing everything virtually. This is going to be a totally different Browns team personnel-wise, obviously because of the defense, but chemistry-wise and confidence-wise going into the opening week. Like like last year with the Ravens, we got slaughtered. Right. It was Kevin Stefanski's first game as a head coach. Like I said, Baker's – uh, fourth offense in three years. They had no offseason to prepare. Going up against a team in Baltimore who has a system in place. They have a Super Bowl winning head coach. They have a culture, and they had the the, the MVP coming off his MVP season. Um, so that was a recipe for disaster. I think this year, uh, I hate I hate the phrase revenge tour. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> but this feels like one of those type games. Like that, that this is who knocked you out of the playoffs last year. And if you want to go to that next step, this is the team that you got to beat. And I think this is the week to get them is week one. I'm with you. Well, the good news is no matter what happens, week two, I think we all feel pretty confident. At home against Houston, win. (laughs) A big fat W. It's a dub. What does Jameis say? I'm going to eat the dub. Eat that dub. By the way, speaking of Jameis Winston, Comeback player of the year opportunity. Absolutely. I legitimately think he's going to be a new guy Absolutely. down in New Orleans. I'm pulling for him. I don't really like or dislike the guy, but in just in terms of like career resurgence, good for him. I'm pulling for you. I hope it goes well. Yeah. We'll beat you in the Super Bowl. How about that? Week number three, Browns at home against Chicago Bears. Win. Win. True or false, Justin Fields will be the starting quarterback for that game. If they're smart, he will be. I think he won't be. I think the they made within uh, Bears front office they were making comments about uh, how um, Patrick Mahomes sat a whole year and Aaron Rodgers sat for a while. Yeah, I, I agree. There's, there's also a it's, million. There's also a million instances of where it works the other way. No, I agree. I think if you're if you're in a position where you can start a quarterback or you can sit a quarterback for a while to get him up to speed, you try to. <laughs> but I think that. Everybody's hanging by a thread in Chicago right now. Yeah. I mean, Nagy's super fired. Everyone's going to get fired. That's and the it, biggest aspect. They're going to throw but every that every staff possible. is in a win now situation. But yeah. here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with with that. And you know, I don't mean to go on. Which is incongruous with picking a quarterback. I don't mean to mm-hmm. go on ten minute conversations with every single one of our games. Yeah, sorry, but that's my bad. <laughs> no, no, I, I did it the first one. Um, if 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 you're like that, and you know Matt Nagy might not be thinking that, but you know deep down he knows. Like if we go six and ten, I'm I'm gonna lose my job, hundred percent. True. And you drafted Justin Fields in the first round because you think he's like. There's no way they don't think he's the most talented quarterback on their roster. 
why don't you go down with your best guns go down and swinging. just like like if you get if if you play Justin Fields and he's not ready, you're gonna get if you play Andy Dalton the whole year, you're gonna get fired anyway. <laughs> You True. might as well just play Justin Fields. Yeah, he's Wasn't your best. Ch- Justin Fields is your, whether he's ready or not. His athletic ability is he's your, your best, best shot. shot to win. Look at Lamar Jackson. I still don't think Lamar Jackson is a good quote quarterback in the NFL. He wasn't ready when they started playing him, but his athletic ability conquered all of that, and he ended up winning an MVP by being the most dynamic athlete the position has ever seen. Didn't Fields drop in the draft? Maybe I'm misremembering. Mm-hmm. Is it because he had epilepsy or something um, like so that? So he has he has uh, issues with that, but I guess he's he's gotten that worked on. Seems like a really dumb reason to drop from like number. Two well, there there was that, and then mm-hmm. there were stories that came out about how he's not like the hardest worker anybody's ever seen or stuff like that, which I think is BS. You don't yeah. like the pre-draft the, drama nonsense oh, is, is almost always manufactured. It's the worst, but. It almost works out for him. It almost worked yeah, out for yeah. him because Chicago, they're not great, but they're not one of the they're not an NFL bottom feeder. No. So he's going into a team that has talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And all he has to do is go in and be him because he's 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 more athletically gifted than 95% of the quarterbacks in the league. You mentioned the Jets picking bad quarterbacks earlier. They're one of the teams that are oh, going to regret Zach Wilson. Not, yeah. Yeah, that's well, that's just the Jets being the Jets. I I I feel bad for Zach Wilson because I feel like he's. I feel like he's in the. He, why is it because he's got a hot paid. mom? No, he's just got a punchable face. Well, he <laughs> does. No, he does. Doesn't he look like Kids Bop Jim McMahon? Somebody yeah. tweeted that, and I can't unsee it and get it out of my head. <laughs> and I have. I feel bad. I have literally no reason to dislike the guy. Right. He played in the middle of nowhere. I think you know what I think I dislike about him most of all is he played absolute no. Like the the toughest game he played was Coastal Carolina, yeah. and he looked like garbage. Yeah, that's true. And he went. And I'm a I'm a Buckeye. I'm a homer. I so the fact that he got drafted ahead of Fields. Is insane, but you know what? Also good for Fields. But that's what I'm saying. As a Buckeye fan, you should be happy that yeah. uh, Fields didn't go to the Jets because the Jets ruin everybody. True. And and we're fans of a franchise that literally ruins. Yeah. Everybody. Notable for yeah. I mean, uh, frankly, name name two name a team worse than the Jets or the Browns at the ruining quarterbacks. The Lions. I mean, yeah, man. Matt, Matt Stafford was Raiders, perhaps. Well, yeah, the Raiders. Derek Carr's and, weird. And, and yeah. the Bears. I mean, yeah. Bears, I'll right. say the Bears don't, don't the Bears have a very good You mean Jay Cutler doesn't do it for you? No. <laughs> no, not a guy that refused to play in an <laughs> NFC championship game. Yikes. Okay. Right. Um, we'll pick Week up the pace. Four. So, so I have the Browns at 3-0. You guys yeah, both 2-1. Two 2-1. And two and one. Two and one. Week 4, Browns at the Vikings. Playing in Minnesota worries me, but uh, I, I, think, uh, I think we got this. I yeah, think we're 3-1. and one. I think we slip up here. Yeah, I have that next week. Spoiler alert. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what the I don't remember what the schedule looks like. So <laughs> I, I'm going into this blind. <laughs> you know this this is this is one of those swing games to me. But <clears throat> mm, hashtag school. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hashtag I'm, I'm, going, school. I'm going with the Vikings there. <laughs> Their defense is pretty tough. It is. Uh, next game: Browns at the brand new SoFi Stadium in. Los Angeles, Inglewood, to take on the Chargers. This is our slip-up game for me. Oh, come I'm, really? I'm a Herbert believer. He's a Herbert truther. I'm a Herbert truther. I think uh, I think that uh, they are going to be uh, very good, and I respect their defense enough um, that I think that they will be able to, to – because we're playing on the road and I like Herbert so much, I'm afraid we're going to lose. 
No friggin' way. <laughs> this is going to be like Cleveland West. There's going to be about 60,000 Browns fans that's in that a, stadium. That's, that's a really good point. And that is a, there's the no Browns, Chargers fans. The Browns could put up. The Chargers couldn't sell out. Uh, Chargers couldn't sell out. Uh, was it, it's a Home Depot Center? The StubHub Center. StubHub Center, where the LA Galaxy <laughs> play, and it's a it's a twenty five thousand. Yeah. Like when we played there the year, I think we went zero and sixteen or one and fifteen. We played there. We had more fans there than they did in a twenty five thousand uh, seat stadium. Every team from oh, the yeah. Midwest or the Northeast that played out there that year did. One hundred percent. I have us. I have us winning. Okay. All right, uh, Dan and uh, Dan's at four and one. Ryan and I are three and two. Next game, this is the bonus game, the seventeenth game. Uh, Cardinals oh, come to this. Cleveland. That's a win. I, I, I think I think uh, Kyler Murray is extremely overrated. Any any single quarterback list that I see that Kyler Murray's ranked ahead of uh, Baker Mayfield, I just doesn't make <laughs> any sense. It makes so, no sense. I'm gonna say a thing, and Dan might throw something at me. I like Kyler Murray. I think he's Baker Mayfield West. Get out of here! I think they're similar guys. I no, think they're, they're similar. I think they. I think Kyler they, Murray's five foot eight. Baker's not exactly the tallest Baker's guy in the si- room. He's not, but he's he's a legit six one. Mm, I think that's generous. I don't think he's that tall. I'm telling that, you, why is that even relevant? <laughs> well, you got to be able to throw over over your line. I, there are very few. I mean, you if, na- you you name me you name me the most successful quarterbacks in the, in the NFL. They're five outside of Russell Wilson and going back to Doug Flutie. And Drew the most Brees. successful, Drew Brees? yeah. Uh, Drew, if your Drew, name's, well, if no, Drew Brees is fit. That's that eh, wasn't because I don't think Drew Brees is good. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's one of the best ever. I I think Drew Brees is also well. No, he's under six feet. So yeah, Five okay. 11. Drew Brees, Drew Brees works. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're they're definitely like all aspects of the game are identical, of course. But I I think that he's, they they have a lot of similarities. Kyler Murray is a quarterback that to me, similar to Lamar Jackson, I'm waiting for him to get hit bad. One mm-hmm. time, and for him to just break in half. Yeah. Mm. See, the thing we have with Baker Mayfield is he's thick. He's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. He's, he, he, thick Ryan, what do you got in this game? Uh, he's got quad. He's got he's got quads from the gods. <laughs> you you pull does, up you yeah. pull up, you pull up the the film from that softball game where he's wearing those short shorts and those those thigh muscles. He looks like a he looks like a distance runner. Like Steve's got enormous thighs. Yeah, I do. He does. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hell yeah, I do. Yeah. At any rate, I thanks think, for noticing, I think Dan. This is this is gonna be a. It's because I'm wearing the shorts. It's right. You know, when we're all together, it's usually like you know, grappling in November. Yeah. You know, we're not wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. At any rate, I think we lose this game. Oh, woo! I think we're all right. at, at this point. Ryan I, has us at three and three. Yeah. God. We have a rough schedule, man. You are you're like you're the Russian judge all I'm, over again with I'm the schedule. Cynic- game. I'm well, I don't I care. Yeah, I'm cynical as hell. Think of. These last two games, I just gave Browns wins. You have losing the ball. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So hey, next, again, continue next the trend. Game. I'll happily be wrong. I'll say that next. a billion times. So <laughs> next game, the Denver Broncos come to Cleveland. See, this is a tough one. Nope. Drew Locke is more punchable than Zach Wilson. No, no. What I no what, what I <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just had to get that out. What there. I what I what I meant was, uh, is there any chance that Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback by week one? Oh God. Or no. and no, or. Not. And or Deshaun Watson, that's I, more possible. Yeah, because if those two, 
are either one of those guys or their quarterback. If you put a real quarterback on that team, I'm way more concerned. Right yes. now, as it stands, I think this is one of the biggest so that, cakewalks. That, that's what we have to go with, yeah. as it stands right now. At this point, I'm going to go with the roster they have, right. and I think we're going to absolutely – Drew Schlock. Yeah. Wins all around there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dan right now is six and one. I'm five and two. Ryan is six four. and one is Let's, asinine. Ryan is four. And There's three. no world in which we're six and one by week seven. Why? I. I have the best roster in the NFL. So do you not believe in Baker? It's not a Baker thing. Mm. It's not a Baker. It's just there's too many variables. There's too many freak things that could happen. A bad flag, a, a rough injury. But that, could go, that could go the other way though. The Browns could be the benefactor of that. True. This is true. Okay. So next game, game number eight, Halloween on Halloween. It's going to be a very scary day for the Steelers. <laughs> They're going to get pounded. Yeah. Wow. I feel good about that. Plus, we're at home. Where? Uh... It's in Cleveland. No, that wasn't what I was going to ask. Oh. Oh, he's pulling up his. Where? Uh, where do the? Where do? Where does that team? Uh, oh. Where does that team play? Just play it. We know you're uh, going to play Pittsburgh. it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be wins all the way. Around. I hadn't heard that in about five months. Thank yep. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so that's wins all around. Mm-hmm. Next game, short trip. Oh wow! I almost like that one better. That's I, a, that's I, a, I, I think I do too. That's a crying <laughs> Steeler fan after we beat them in the playoffs. <laughs> and after that, he threw a ladder through his TV. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, that's well. What do you expect, people from Pittsburgh? He, sh- he should have been complaining about Marquise Pouncey more so than <laughs> Baker Mayfield. True. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, short trip down I seventy one for the next one at Cincinnati. And Wait, did we all vote on the Pittsburgh game? It was wins all around. I Let's see. go. Well, not yeah. technically, but I, there's no way you were picking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do I have the Browns at? Uh, seven and one. Let's go. And I'm guessing it's going to be eight and one after this because I mean Cincinnati. <clears throat> That's that's victory. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give I'll give the Bengals credit. Um, I think they're going to be, well, not this year, um, but I think in the future their future's bright just because of Joe Burrow. Um, but don't get him murdered. But that's right. the thing. I I think it's an um, I think it's a fireable offense and an unforgivable sin. The fact that after they got his knee obliterated last year, that they did and. I guess you could go and say, oh, they took they took uh, offensive lineman in the second round. Panay Sewell, who's a potential Hall of Fame tackle, staring them in the face yeah. with their first-round pick, and they passed him. And, yeah, they took Joe Burrow's boy, uh, Jamar Chase. But that's got bad karma for me written all over it. I'm with you. Bad yeah. karma. You I have an too. opportunity to keep your quarterback upright with a all-pro-level potential left tackle, and you say, nah, I'm going to go with this guy. You you absolutely win this game in the trenches. 100%. And you can fill Look out at, with, with the skill players like I mean, we give a lot of the credit to the Browns' turnaround to Kevin Stefanski. I could say that almost just important was – the free agent moves to bolster the O-line and the hiring of Bill Callahan as the offensive, the offensive line coach. The Browns Brian, the Browns got good 100% on the back of the play of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Our earlier exercise bears that out. <coughs> of the 15 players we took, five of them were linemen. Right. That, 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 that says something. Absolutely. Ryan, what do you want here? Uh, oh, we're winning. We're okay. winning. Okay, so we In the natty? all – Mm-hmm. So Dan right now has and I have the Browns on a five-game winning streak right now. Ryan has them on a three-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. When they go to Foxborough on November fourteenth to face the Patriots. Oh boy! 
you know how much I dislike the Patriots. And I Bill do Belichick. Too. Well, we all do. Yeah. I I I know said, we're playing in New England, but I actually feel better about this one than I feel about a lot of the other games. Um, you know, their quarterback situation's a mess. I know Mac Jones is the 15th overall pick, but I do not like him. No, I think he was not a wise pick either. I they're they're trying they're trying even though they took him in the first round they're trying to recreate the Tom Brady like he's the cerebral quarterback mm-hmm. not that athletic but he's never going to make the big mistake you know all that stuff sure. yeah I, I think that's a dangerous game trying to recreate that magic yeah I can see us uh, I can see us winning this game I really can um, Ryan I, going with between their quarterback shenanigans and the fact that I think uh, New England's uh, reign is is really 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 starting to slip um i could see this being a win i will say i i think the patriots are going to be better than last year just because they're getting Mm -hmm. all those guys back on defense from the covid list that's a big thing they had a lot of guys opt out you're right um but i just i don't trust their number one i don't trust their receiver situation i don't trust their offense tom brady covered up a lot of with you know, with band-aids, covered up a lot of wounds on that offense with, you know, not having receivers. You know, you had Gronk for all those years, but, you know, I don't know. I think I think we go up there and win. Yeah. I'm like, I, I know that, what does that make me, 9-1? 9-1. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, again, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Browns. <laughs> you know, and – I'm I'm making the Browns eight and two. I I think I think that's one's probably a tight one. Maybe they make don't play so great in the early part of the game, but they'll find a way. I, I, I just don't think the Patriots have the pyre, yeah. the firepower ultimately. I've got us at seven and three. It's not like I'm radically off no. pace. Yeah, you were you, you were three you <laughs> no. were three and three, and now you got them nope. on a four game win streak. Yeah. Okay, and next game, um, Great Lakes battle here as uh, it's well the GLC. Oh my the, god! The I'm have us ten, we're ten and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not gonna in. lose to the Lions. No. no. And Dan Campbell. Mm-mm. Dan Campbell. Unless he me bites your kneecaps off. Yeah, the, the guy that showed up to a uh, press conference with a racing car helmet on. <laughs> he's like Freddie Kitchens 2.0, which is hilarious because John John Dorsey's not the GM there, but he's like in the front office or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm combining the next two games because the NFL schedule makers and their dumb. I can't even call it. Oh, is this the Baltimore thing? They, Baltimore they have decided to put both Baltimore games back to back, but not technically back to back because we have a bye in between. But oh, yeah. on the other hand, if you look at the Ravens, they have the Steelers in between the, those two games. Which to me means that the back half, the first game's in Baltimore, the second game's in Cleveland. We're going to win the second game in Cleveland. Yeah, I, sure. I feel I feel good about that. I think I, we, lo- I agree I think we lose the first one. I, I think we win the second one. I agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. We all in agreement on that? Yeah. Sounds okay. like it. So the Browns have their win streak snapped in Baltimore, but then rebound the next week and dish the Ravens back some revenge, which, I mean, the game in Cleveland last year may have been NFL game of the season. That was year. I was at that God, I so, that, game. that was a fun game. We were so damn close. Are we gonna win the bye week? I feel good about it. <laughs> we usually don't. Usually well, something bad happens. I'll say this. <laughs> the, the only way the only uh, it we'll see how our injury uh situation is at the bye week. Because that's when you win or lose the bye week. I like you? a week thirteen bye week. Later in the season. I, yeah. I like it like on the like the start of the, the start the of the last playoff third. run. Yeah. yeah. You you take a break, you recharge, and then you refocus for the stretch run. Yeah, we got a couple we got a couple important games. Um yep. 
coming out of the bye with Baltimore, obviously. So, and then the next one is kind of a, an important one too. Well, I mean, yeah, they, I'm just looking at this here. But the first one, uh, this was probably the Browns' dumpiest performance of the season outside of week one in Baltimore. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders come in. That's a revenge game. If, if this year. game was on the road, I'd game. pick the Raiders, but we're at home, so I'm taking us. Yeah. We don't have a good track record against the Raiders. But you got to figure we're going to beat them one. Wait, so times. they come here again? Yes. Isn't that weird? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I know. That's weird. So week 15, I've got that us. That would have been a, feel better if we were playing out in Vegas. Boy, that would have been a – I'll tell you what. Uh, that would have been a potential, like – Let's do a road trip to a you Like, obviously, we've never been, nobody's ever been to a, at least in this room, has been to an NFL game in Las Vegas. No. That's true. Like, how cool would that be to spend a weekend out in Vegas For and go, sure. to, go to a Browns game? Well, if you want to sit in the cold, we can go to the week 16. My extended family. Oh, just kidding. It's Christmas Day. My, my extended <laughs> family is actually oh, yeah. doing exactly what you just said, but they're going to the LA Chargers game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because uh, your family does that uh, one road trip a year thing, yeah. right? And last year was supposed to be to Nashville, but the pandemic happened. COVID knocked that out. And yeah, because they, they would have been I, cheering their heads off for that first I told, half when I they told, were up like thirty-five yeah. to seven. That would have been an time. awesome game to go to because I, I told, I told uh, your cousins, your your uncle and and Matthew and all them that I I wanted to go with you guys mm-hmm. to that Nashville trip. Yep, because we've been to we've been to that stadium Nashville just not twice, just not for a uh, not for a Browns game. Uh, didn't we go to the game where, where we were down by 25? Or were you not at that one? I wasn't there. Oh, okay. I know yeah. Steigerwald was there. Yeah. Shout out, Matt. Yep. Um. Anyway, it's funny you mentioned Christmas because the Browns get to spend Christmas in Green Bay. Getting a lump of coal. Because I think at this point in the season, Aaron Rodgers is playing football. Yeah, and Green Bay in December. Yeah, no thanks. Green Bay at home in December. I that's that'll be it'll be a hell of a game, but I think be, we lose. It's gonna be a game where you hear uh 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 bang on the trash can all day a bunch of times probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's their touchdown song. I don't wanna work. Yep. I wanna bang on the drum all day. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of uh I was thinking of the, the beats from uh Doug. Mm-hmm. Banging on a trash can. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Drumming on a street light. Is that a universal loss around the room, by the way? Strumming that on my banjo. Hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. I got to see who we're playing after that. Damn, He's figuring the math out. <laughs> how many <laughs> losses? How many more <laughs> losses can you afford? That's a loss. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I suspect the reason that he, he is going with loss there is because the next wait, week wait, the wait, Browns wait. are on. playing. Wait, who are they playing? I don't <laughs> Who are they playing? Wait, they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, you know, if that, if that, not only that stadium, if that city, like in Dark Knight Rises, just fell off the face of the earth, like Bane <laughs> just blew it up, I would be such a happier person. I hate that city and everything about it. Interesting point. My entire here. life hated them. The Browns play on Christmas Day. That's a Saturday. They then don't play until Monday the next week. Uh, against Pittsburgh, that's the final Monday night game of the season. The extra rest might be might do him good here. Um, I don't think the Browns have any reason to fear the Steelers at this point. Um, not I even. Must, a, not can't even believe I'm going to say this, but the Browns are going to they're going to win in. I Pittsburgh. mean, is, is Ben going to be the quarterback by then? No. 
I mean, likely I he's so. hurt. You mean we get to play that that alleged racist? Uh, uh, I don't even. I can't even say his name. What the hell is his name? Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. I mean, unless it's Dwayne oh. Haskins. Oh wait, I'm sorry. We can't find the audio. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Because Miles Garrett's just gonna one off and take somebody's helmet off and slam him over the head with it because <laughs> because he said Merry Christmas. <laughs> I oh man, don't dip your toe in the water. Come on. I think we're due. Wait, do I think we're, I couldn't uh, tell you if you had a stomach pain or if you were scratching your armpit. There. Yeah, I'm sorry, both. I'm not dying. Yeah, both. Well, he's holding uh, in a fart. Right I got. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking we lose this game. Okay. We we always drop a game. I mean, every team does this, it seems like. Oh, you, I know. you drop a game you're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. We should win this game, and I think we lose it. And then we finish out week 18 with a win. You want, my, projection? You want my prediction for this game? I have a good feeling. I know how you feel. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night, Yes. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night, Hold on. I got one more for you. Hmm. Suck it, Steeler fan. We're sweeping your ass this year. So, I think all of well, okay. So the last game's a division game, home against Cincinnati. Any anybody want the Bengals? There? <laughs> so, no. here's why I say yes. He wants I, the Bengals. I currently have the Browns at fourteen and two. So you were. Right I think the, the Browns. I think the Browns are going to have the division three by my count. Thirteen and three. Yeah. Okay. Either way, I think thirteen and three wraps up the division by week. Uh, well, what is it? This is week technically. This is week eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah. I think we wrap up the division by week seventeen. I think we rest everybody, and um, I think we Get we beat. lose this. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Right. That's why I wanted to look at before I picked that yeah. game against the uh, Packers. I wanted I, to look at our what we had left. I've got us with a few more losses, so I think <laughs> at that point in time we're going to need a win for uh, seeding purposes. So I oh, say that you we're. You know gonna- what? You're right. Damn it! Because thirteen and three, we're probably battling the Chiefs for the number one, for the for the bye. Yeah, you had, us beat, you had us beaten the Chiefs, so we'd have tiebreaker in that situation. I know, but if we but but, but I, I don't think two, I don't think the Chiefs are losing four games. Four, four, excuse me, yeah, fourteen. And I don't think the Chiefs are losing four games, so we would have to finish tied with them. All right, screw it. I guess beating the Bengals. <laughs> okay. Dan's playing some like you know five-dimensional chess here. Thinking Listen. Thinking <laughs> in that listen, situation. Listen, I get it. Fourteen and three is really optimistic, but everybody is telling me in the media that we have the best, like uh, between us and the Chiefs, have the best roster in the NFL. So I have us going fourteen and three and five and one in the division. We're and gonna I sweep the cheat. We're gonna not the Chiefs. We're gonna sweep the Bengals. We're gonna sweep the Steelers because their run is over, and we're gonna split with the Ravens. I don't think that's very unrealistic in the division. Maybe I picked this, you know, the Chiefs game. Obviously, I'm just, you know, I think this is going to be a dream season for the Browns. So I had us winning the Chiefs game. Maybe we lose the Chiefs game. Maybe there's another uh, game we lose along the way and we go 12 and 5. But I, I just can't see us losing or winning less games than we did last year. Mm. We have no turnover on this. On, on this, the coaching staff have, or among the core players. Right. And, and the turnover we're having on defense to me is good turnover. We're influxing talent into the defense. I think our roster is deep enough to where our special teams unit's going to be very good. A lot of our draft picks are going to be playing special teams too. Usually, a lot of our draft picks are starting 
And so we fill in our special teams with undrafted mm-hmm. free agents. I think it's it's you know it's a step back this year where, you know, there's going to be you know our top. I think JOK will end up starting just because our linebackers still aren't that good, but our first round pick might not start week one, and that might not and that's not going to be because he's not very good. It's just because we actually have talent at every single level of this football team. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. I just I, I don't see us losing I I don't see us winning less I keep saying losing but we have one extra game this year so if we go if we win the same amount of games as last year we're losing one more mm-hmm. so I don't want to say we're gonna lose more than we did last year I'm gonna say I don't think we're gonna win less than we did last year okay. so I think for for me if and injuries aside because you can't predict injuries if this team is relatively healthy I think 12 wins is our is our floor. I really do. Mm-hmm. Well, this podcast continues to go pretty much according to form here. So our, <laughs> our final records here, Dan, 14 and three. I have them 13 and four. Ryan has them 11 and six. So Dan, obviously you're thinking AFC North 11, title. 11 and probably, six probably gets us a wild card. Uh, probably the number one overall seed, 14 and three. Yeah. No. 13 and, and four. It, and, it, and, it, and literally, it, you look at it, it comes down to that week one game. No, it probably does if, in, if, in that scenario. If we win, you know, either way, I think we're going to win the division. If we lose that Chiefs game week one, we're probably the two seed. If we beat that, if we win the Chiefs game, we're probably the one seed. I have the Browns as the two seed at 13 and four. And then, Ryan, <laughs> you're, you're probably thinking, what, so at 11 and six, does this, you have them slitting with Baltimore. Do you, do, you, do you think the Ravens win the division in that scenario? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so you I, basically I, have us. Roundabout, same as last year. On par with last year. Yeah. And I think I was conservative with my picks. I think that yeah. 11 and 6 is our absolute, absolute floor. And I would argue it's a disappointment, but yeah. yeah I mean, you And health me. aside, obviously. Like, right. it, like Baker goes down week three, like, it changes everything. I, or know. conversely, if uh, if a Patrick Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson goes down, sure. all of a sudden, Josh our just get that much better. If Josh, yeah, yeah I, I mean, Eleven and six, we're flirting with a wild card. Maybe not making the postseason, which sure. would—I mean, not making the postseason would be a massive failure. Massive. Um, but um, I think realistically, like one more win. I, I twelve and five. I feel better about. I I was probably a little too harsh, maybe with like Arizona or something. But um, going or, in or, or that second Steelers game. He's going in low, folks. Yeah, I'm going in. I'm definitely coming in. He's real, not. He's not coming low. in hot. Not coming in hot. <laughs> Shout out to our our old uh, intro music. <laughs> True. But. In my my opinion, Ryan is being <laughs> Did you have a uh splitting or sweeping the Steelers? Splitting. Let's see. They're done, dude. I I hope so. They're done. I will happily be wrong. Done. Uh, Baker's going to walk into Heinz Field and be like Bane. With I'm, the, I'm with your the, daddy. With the big, with the big coat on, just be like, let the, let the, <laughs> let the game begin. That's really good. That's <laughs> incredibly good. Or, or when the, he, uh, you know, Baker's gonna be in the tunnel. He's gonna be listening to the player, uh, the guy uh, sing the national anthem. He's gonna be like, that's a lovely, lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, mm. It's, it's like in, was it Lassie? It, mm-hmm. It's or is it old yeller? It's time to take them out to the back and just. <laughs> That's definitely it. old yeller. It's not Lassie. <laughs> you want to take Lassie out back real quick? No, I don't. No, I don't want to take. <laughs> no, Lassie. Lassie's a cutie pie. 
Uh, I don't. But old Yeller, that's time, buddy. Mm-hmm. Ben, mm-hmm. it's yeah, uh, they're, all they're those toast. freaks. Uh, T.J. Watt, uh, Walmart J.J. Watt, uh, all those freaks. Hmm. Mingia Fitzpatrick. <laughs> mm. Mingia is a swear word in Italian. Mm. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's not Minka, Steve. It's Mingia Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Speaking of Italian. Time that, oh, oh yeah. look at that Two. transition. Look at the that transition. 2021 or er, 2020 yeah. European Championship <laughs> being played a, week, a year later, and what a round of 16 we had! the The games yesterday, in particular, were just out of this world. Yeah, Monday's games um, were awesome. Croatia coming mm-hmm. from two down in the last 10 minutes plus stoppage time to tie Spain, and then Spain ultimately ends mm-hmm. up scoring twice in stoppage time to mm-hmm. win that one. And then the game after that, same scenario: France up three one, and Switzerland comes back and scores twice. Actually, they put it in the net three times. One time it was disallowed how about, uh, from outside. How about the game on Saturday? <laughs> they look good. Actually, they didn't look good. The fir- Well, the first half, they were bad. No, I take that back. The second half, they were horrible. I thought they were going to lose the game. And they did if it weren't for the dude's – the goal scorer's right foot on Austria being mm. offsides. They True. were going to lose – if, Ar- if that – if that game, if that goal would have stood, they would have lost. Well, yeah. they didn't score. In it. So I'm playing national anthem. For, yeah, I see. of Italy for those who <laughs> aren't paying attention at home. Um, well, to be fair, their next opponent, Belgium, was, didn't look like world beaters against Portugal. But, well, and they're hurt. Uh, well, the big now. thing there is is Kevin De Bruyne and Eden Hazard going to play. Most likely, if Kevin De Bruyne doesn't play, Italy has to be the favorite. It's hard. It's hard to imagine. He Belgium to me, he to me, play. he's like, he's the he's not the best because I can I still consider Messi the best. Uh, Ronaldo, er, sorry, Penaldo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't consider the best. He's great, like he's all time great, but I think Messi's better. Um, Kevin De Bruyne to me is the most important footballer in the world right now you look at what happened in the champions league final when he got hurt chelsea won the game uh mm-hmm. belgium didn't look who did who did belgium play in their first game uh I do they were in the group of denmark i believe yeah denmark i think was the second game uh who? which would have been no not finland finland was finland, the finland was the ericsson game uh oh gosh who's the other team in the group russia Russia, that's it. Yeah, 3-0 yeah. over Russia. Yeah. Um, so uh, he didn't play that game. Now, Belgium won 3-0, but it, it wasn't a typical, like, 3-0. Um, he's the engine for whatever team he plays on. Man City, they're a different team when he doesn't play. He, Belgium is a different team. When he did, when he came in at halftime of the Denmark game, Yes, he took over the game right away with the assist to Lukaku and then the goal he scored. He is... World class is world class is world class. He's to me, he's like, you know, outside of Messi, Ronaldo, those guys that get all those all the pub. To me, he's the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. After those guys, so uh, I think he's if, better than both of them at this point. If he doesn't play for Belgium, uh, I think Hazard is a loss too, just because of his talent. But he's been injured and he's been in bad form recently, so I don't know if that's as big of a loss. 
Um, I actually think his brother, Torgon uh, Hazard, who plays for – does he play for – who does he play for on the club level? Uh, is he in Dortmund? Does he play for Dortmund? I, I think feel he, like he does. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, he scored He that. scored that that, uh, that winner against uh, – who did they play in the round of 16? Uh, Belgium. They played yeah. Portugal. Yeah. He, he he had that screamer that Rui Patricio couldn't save, mm-hmm. which no goalkeeper in the world was going to save that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he that was the winner in that game. So, thank God, putting all those out. But, uh, yeah, I I think the winner of the tournament is coming out of this quarterfinal game between Italy and Belgium. I really do. That's a very popular take at yeah, this point, just, especially now that France is out. Uh, the right. Netherlands, they got upset right. uh, by Czech Republic. So, you know, some of the, the big guns are in, in Germany. I mean, they got dumped by England today. So some of the big guns are out at yeah, this point. Yeah, this wasn't a classic German team this year. No. This is a very mediocre nah. German team. Yugi Love was on his way out already. Um, some of their coasting. Some of their big stars from, like, the World Cup win and then all that, like Thomas Muller and all, you know, them. They're, like, even Neuer. Neuer's still a great goalkeeper, but he's getting up there. Yeah. The um, sun is setting on this. Uh, Thomas Muller of seven years ago definitely scores it's, in that world. Yeah. Oh, oh God. my God. That that I would oh, that, that hurt. even though that would have brought them level, Germany would have won that game if he scored that. Hundred mm, percent would have. England would have crapped their pants. They would have been fans, reeling. They would have been reeling. And yeah, we need to talk about them because they get they, ready for it more, Dan. Because you know they're all looking at the bracket right now and they're all penciling England through to the final. I'm not. Well, I'm not either. But I guarantee you, that's what all the press and all the the you know media types are doing i i think i think the ukraine is going to give them fits i hope so in the next round i did not expect ukraine to. by be the way sweden. yeah props they, to they them for being sweden well i did not expect that i'll tell you what if if italy bows out to belgium i'm rooting for the U- they're not going to but i'm rooting for the ukraine to win the whole thing because milan legend andre shevchenko andre is shevchenko. their coach mm-hmm. and that's who i'm that's who i'm rooting for is uh they have a they have a lot of uh a lot of talent that you might not uh, know about uh, Malinovsky who plays for Atalanta. He's really good. Um, uh, Yaramchuk, who's getting a lot of pub in the transfer window this summer, um, is very good. Uh, Yarmolenko, who's like their for West Ham United. Yeah, he's their he's their striker up top. He's really good. Alexander, they have Alexander Zinchenko. Zinchenko plays City. for Manchester City. He scored uh, he scored their first goal today. He's very good. They have a lot of good players on that team. They don't get the the notoriety because they're Ukraine, but mm-hmm. they have a lot of good players. And honestly, that can you could say that about a team like Denmark. Like mm-hmm. I think I think Denmark's going to beat the Czech Republic. And what a story that is! Right. It lost their first two games. Basically, and needed had a player a, had a player a lot of help in their die. third game. Had a player literally die on the field in the first game, <laughs> and was brought back to life. And Christian Eriksen, and Christian Eriksen is their best player, and they're still doing this. Yeah. Yeah. The, the story of this team is incredible. Incredible. And like I said, if it wasn't— Swept Wales aside like they were nothing. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I know Wales isn't, like, you know, one of the top teams in the world, but— <coughs> Well, here's goodness. the thing about—so Denmark, you talk about finding your stride. Their, uh, their goal differential in their final group stage game and then their round of 16 game is plus seven. They won 4-1, 4-0. Yeah. They're dangerous, man, and they're playing. You know, Czech Republic is no slouch, but that's that's a very winnable game for them. It and is. if they get to the semis and they play England, oh boy, 
I don't. I don't even know if England's getting past Ukraine. When so. you get to the round of eight, there's really no easy outs because you, you the quote unquote easy teams, right. are Czech Republic and the, Switzerland the, who beat Netherlands and France in the last game. Right. Like, they're they're so they're so in form and so confident by that point where the talent disparity doesn't really matter at that point because they're playing so well as a team and they're so confident that you know I mean look at uh, France the other day or yesterday no way in hell they should have lost that game but no. they did oh especially not when you're up by two goals of 15 minutes when 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 Pogba hit that 20 was like 25 yard yep. curler in the upper 90 in the right. I'm like, okay, this is bury him. It's over. Yeah. Three to one. And, I mean, anybody would have thought that. And then they scored within five minutes, and then they actually, actually, uh, they scored three times after that. But one was called offside. It, it, it was offside. It but. would not be an exaggeration to say that that comeback by Switzerland is like the best comeback in sports this year. And Jordan's gonna hate like, me if he even listens to this. I know it. He's like a fanboy for Mbappe. Talk about a talk about a, a superstar that he fell that apart there. Yeah, he had a horrendous turn. Didn't even score. Didn't well, score. Didn't I mean, assisted on a few goals, but yeah, was assists, largely, but was largely I'm not, invisible. I'm not giving, I'm not giving Killian Mbappe credit for assists. I'm sorry, I'm mm. not. Yeah, no, I mean he should be finishing. He should be. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan says he's like the next goat. He's like the next Messi or Ronaldo. Come on, get out of here. Could be, but this he's tournament was very, not. No, he his, does have a World Cup to his name. He does have a World Cup to his name. He also was playing on the most talented team in the world for that World Cup. True. And he could have easily had a, a Champions League within either of the last two years. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now so, he's got no excuse because PSG's got like an $800 million payroll. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. No, I – yeah, he had uh, – Yeah, you wonder why they didn't join the Super League. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's because they're in cahoots with UEFA. Hmm. Financial fair play, my ass. Yeah, they well, yeah, their their roster. This is why we have okay. salary caps in American sports, folks. Yeah, well, baseball doesn't. Well, I mean, even then they have ex, you know expanded revenue sharing and other <laughs> things that they don't have in Europe. Right. I um, can't believe I'm defending baseball. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 go through let's go through the quarterfinals and let's predict every game. Sure. Okay. So, which one do we want to go to? Do we want to go to the big game first? Uh, sets up everything else. Italy, sure. Belgium. Sure. Got to be Italy for me. Thoughts. Yeah, I, I think that uh, even if De Bruyne plays, uh, he won't be quite right. I don't think it'll be enough. De- Belgium is a very talented team. I don't mean to insinuate it. Everything goes through him, but yeah. I think he's a big enough of a piece uh, that without him um, – I mean, Italy's conceded, what, one goal the entire tournament thus far? Just one to Austria? Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was very late in extra time when they, were, when, they yeah. were up by, when they were up 2-0 against yeah. Austria. So, like, yeah, I, I – Right now, the Italy's the hot team, and I would not pick against them. Steve? Well, I guess I'm being a little bit stubborn here. I, I um, had Belgium winning the whole tournament at the beginning, mm. and I, I'm not moving off of that. Um, I understand their inj- injury situation is a little bit tough, but th- these are two extremely good teams, all, you know, 1 through 11. I think it's going to be decided by a single goal. I think Romelu Lukaku is most likely to score it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I firmly believe that, before I give my pick, I firmly believe the winner of this game is going to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when we did our Euro predictions before the uh, tournament started, we had Brett Hoyer on. Shout out, Brett. Um, I picked I, – I had two picks. I had head and heart. Head, I picked Belgium. Heart, I picked Italy. And it's 
it's interesting how this is, you know, literally coming to a head this weekend. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. I think I think De Bruyne is the key. If he plays and he's healthy, I think Belgium probably wins. If he doesn't, or if he tries to play and he's just not effective, I think Italy's going to win. And here's why. I, I think without De Bruyne, uh, they're and obviously Eden Hazard's not going to play probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Lukaku is their without those guys. Lukaku is their uh, is their threat. Um, and Lukaku plays in Serie A, where pretty much all of the defenders on the Italian team play, and they play him every single year. It's not like they're going up against this like freak of nature striker that they've never seen before. They know, and and to to his credit, Lukaku probably knows the ins and outs of the Italian defenders as well because he plays for Inter, he plays in the Serie A, he plays in the league. Um, but I think when you know when you know a player, I think it's advantage defense. When you know his tendencies, what he's going to do, and you know you can watch film, but these guys have all put, and and the key is Chiellini. If he comes back and he plays and he's healthy, I think they'll be able to limit Lukaku. And I think without guys like De Bruyne and Hazard, it's going to limit the service that Lukaku is going to get. Because um, Lukaku's not going to be a guy that goes to the midfield, gets the ball, and just like dribbles around everybody. He needs service. He's a he's a he's a typical number nine. He's a striker. He's a box striker where he gets the ball, his back to the goal, he holds up play, and then if he sees the ability to turn and unleash a shot, that's pretty much how he's going to score. That or header in the box. Mm-hmm. So he's going to need service. And the other way, I think the way that Italy is going to take advantage of Belgium is Belgium has probably the oldest back line in the tournament. You know, Vertonghen and Toby Alderweireld and I uh, can't remember who else they have back there. But their center backs are getting up there in age, which is – I know Alderweireld still plays for Tottenham, but Jan Vertonghen used to play for Tottenham. He's in uh, – I think he plays for Sevilla now. Um, he's getting up there, which mm-hmm. Chiellini is too. But Italy has some younger defenders who perform very well in Serie A this year, like Bastoni and um, Acerbi. Um I think Italy's going to take Belgium apart. Their their aging defense. I look for Chiesa to start this game over Berardi, and Chiesa is the key for me. He's just the guy; just does not stop running. He's an energizer bunny. He's just energy, go 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 go. He's fast. He can dribble through guys, and I think he's going to be the key to unlock um, Belgium and. Uh, I think Italy wins. I know that was really long-winded, but to me, this is <laughs> That's like all good. This is for me. For me, that. this is a de facto final. Yeah, I don't it, care if England gets to the final because they're in the BS weak ass side of the bracket. S- sorry, England fans, it's not coming home. It's a lot weaker now after Netherlands and Sweden are out. Yeah, and well, and and to to the credit of uh, of Italy side of the bracket, Italy side is much easier if they get through Belgium now because France was eliminated. True. So, you know, we'll see. But I- I'm going to take Italy. So how about the other games here, starting with Switzerland versus Spain? What do you think, Ryan? Oh, boy. I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the Spanish, but I, I feel like they- they've kind of come on. Oh, but Switzerland. See, these are two teams I don't really know a whole lot about. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut and or, or excuse me, I'm gonna go with my heart and I'm gonna say Switzerland because I'd like to see that happen. I don't honestly know much about either of these teams, um, other than they were both part of two spectacular games um, mm. uh, the other day. But I'm gonna go Switzerland. I was not a big believer in Spain <coughs> at the beginning of the tournament. I thought there was a chance they could go out actually in the group stage, and they almost did. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, after trying the first two games, but they've really come on. They they're scoring goals like the like they're just name and score right now they've scored 10 goals in the last five, two games switzerland i think they just had this miraculous comeback i think it's just going to be too much to ask to to Do replicate that kind of performance i'm going with spain yeah i think uh i i'm gonna go with spain as well i think spain is they're humming right now i mean 10 goals in two games you know we talked i talked about denmark scoring eight goals in two games 10 is that's insane mm-hmm. <laughs> now i will say I know two of them were own goals. Yeah. And the the one own goal was one of the worst own goals I've ever seen. The go, the who was it? The uh, who uh, did they Martin play? Martin Dubravka of Slovakia. So, yeah, the Slovakian goalkeeper put up his almost like almost like he was trying to block a serve in volleyball. He he came up and he hit the ball with both hands except instead of hitting it over the bar, he hit him down and put him right in the goal. Put the ball right in the goal. As our good friend Casey Truman would say, he had loose Wrists, weak, yeah, limp wrists, which sink <laughs> ships and and score yeah. own goals in this case. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, funny point, Martin Dubravka, number one goalkeeper from Newcastle United, my club team. So, mm. there you well, go. there you go. <laughs> he never did that in the club season. Merry Christmas. Like. Um, next up is Czech Republic versus Denmark. That's a tough game because the Czechs are are on fire right now. I'm gonna go with Denmark just because it feels like they're the team of destiny. I know I you. Agree. I know what you mean with Czech like Czech Republic <coughs> um, playing well, but there's something going on with Denmark. I gotta. I gotta go it's, with them. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's another heart overhead uh, scenario. I True. just Denmark is just riding high, and I I don't know where it's going to end. To be honest with you, I hope it's in the final against Italy, and Italy ends it for them. But I'm actually gonna take Denmark right now. I think Denmark. Plus seven in their last two games is a goal differential. I mean, they are just – they're flying high right now. And, you know, they're playing for their for their fallen teammate, and it's working for them. I, I, it's hard for me to pick against Denmark. They're the, they're the feel-good story. So I, I, think, I, think, I think their story goes on another round. I guess I'm going to be the Grinch to all the folks in Copenhagen because – Czech Republic, their defense has been fabulous all tournament. Uh, Patrick Schick is probably the best player in this tournament we haven't mentioned yet. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. If you haven't seen the half-field goal he had against Scotland, look it up on YouTube. It is I'll, I'll say this. This guy's making himself a lot of money in this tournament. <laughs> so, Because he's, yes. he's a guy... He's a guy that struggled in the early part of his. Uh, he was like one of those like golden boy, uh, prophetic like players when he was really young. Like everybody wanted him, every team wanted him. Um, I know Juventus wanted him, uh, all these players. And then he went. He ended up going to Roma, and he struggled, and he kind of fell off the map. This is his like his like reentry into the world of mm-hmm. of world football, and like yeah, I'm. St- he's just proclaiming to the world, hey, I'm still really freaking good. Yep. I'm still here. And, I mean, Denmark, again, they're scoring goals at will. But, again, it's like Russia, Wales, not the best competition. True. I know it's they're the sentimental team, but I don't know. I, I kind of like football. I, I tend to go with the team that's playing the better defense I like the, uh, the offense. I like, so I like, the, the, Milan, I like the Milan center back, uh, Simon Kier, to uh, lock up Schick. 
just like he would do in the Serie A. So. And lastly, we got Ukraine versus England, which is, you know, a little bit of a Cinderella versus, you know, the established team. Um, Dan, I kind of know where you're going on this one. Well, actually, I'm not sure if you – are you thinking that Ukraine can pull, win this one They're straight gonna, up? I, I think Ukraine's going to give England fits. Um, and to let, me – Let you brood on that for a second, Ryan. Oh, what wow, do you, okay. What do you, <laughs> Steve's hosting this podcast yeah, tonight. Hey, brooding. I think you wait on your Oh, <laughs> man. Um, I think that England gets by Ukraine, uh, but just barely. I, I've not been terribly impressed with, with England, and I know a lot of the English fans are excited today. And, for I mean, full disclosure, I was rooting for Germany today. But I, this, is so not, this is not a peak German team. This was a very average. So I, I sent this uh, a, a text earlier to Dan and Jordan. It's like, you know – if you've anybody out there has seen the meme of this guy, it's a couple different cartoon panels of this guy like chewing on. He's he's biting a metal and he's popping champagne and he's celebrating like crazy. And then it pans out and he's standing like on the fifth place podium. That's England. <laughs> they got rock hard today for beating a very average <coughs> German team, uh, and it's just uh, I don't understand it. But uh, that's just kind of what they do. So, yeah, I think that they win this game, uh, and I think they meet their demise in the next round. Mm-hmm. You know, this game seemed like to me a little bit, and I'm saying this because you got the old-school Bowling Green shirt on. Let's go. You remember the year that Toledo beat Michigan? And everybody was – and the Toledo fans were, like, beating Toledo's – Bowling Green's biggest rival, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they were beating their chest over, oh, my God, we beat Michigan. Michigan was 3-9 and nine that year. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm pretty sure Toledo was, too. England, right, no, they they were not very good either. But the point is, Germany is not Germany per se. Right. right yeah, so. this is not like let's not act like like England played like this great game today. Right. Like that that game that game the for the that score. game for the the, the first seventy five minutes was like a, a it was a bore. I literally texted you on seventy minutes. I was like, this game's a yeah. snooze fest. And then they immediately scored. And they scored, which is mm-hmm. total jinx. Don't get wrong. Do they, they earned it. They definitely they they were the better team today. I do believe that, but I don't think that it's enough to go the distance. I this it, it feels like this is a team that celebrated today, like they won the tournament, and then. They're going to show up on Friday or Saturday whenever they have to play. I'm guessing Saturday. And the, the ball's going to get kicked off, and they're going to be like, oh, crap. We still have games to play. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Ukraine is tough. They are nasty. They are blue-collar. And they are going to give England fits. And it's not coming home, guys. I'm sorry, England. <laughs> it's not. Ukraine's going to pull the upset. There we go. Ukraine is going to pull the upset. And, and you know what? Because here, here's the thing, here's the thing. England doesn't give me confidence that they're a scoring machine. Because b- before today, where they scored two goals in their previous uh, games in, in the group stage, they scored two goals in three games. Mm-hmm. Two goals in three games. They were held by Wales, and they won their other two games uh, one nothing. Yeah. So they have all this talent, all this pomp and circumstance, but they can't put it together. Yeah, they did today against Germany. But like I said, they celebrated like they won the freaking tournament today. So just to be clear, you're, you're picking Ukraine. <laughs> I'm picking Ukraine. All right. It's not coming home. You I'm know, sorry. There, and there are reasons to pick Ukraine because we were talking about Belgium, Italy. You were talking about all the players that you know see some of the top players on Belgium and Syria. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, one advantage that Ukraine has is that 17 of their top of their 23 are in the Ukrainian league. 
you know, other than Yarmolenko and Zinchenko, hardly anybody on England has seen any of these guys. Yeah. You know, they, they have that element of surprise of disguise to them. I mean, I'm sure they're watching film at this point. And I think they're just games, a good, I think they're but, just a good team. I mean, you don't get to the you don't get to the final eight of any major world tournament. Well, this isn't world, but no, no you don't. But it, continental tournament and not be good. Ukraine then, is good. And then I think I mentioned this earlier. Uh, England, where have they played their first four games this tournament? Wembley. Where are they not playing this game? Wembley. Mm-hmm. That's playing, a big deal. They're playing in Rome. We're gonna put the hex on them. We're gonna put the Maloik. Yeah. We're gonna put the Maloik on them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the crowd's going to be like. It'll probably be still slightly partial toward England, but it's not going to be like it's been in the first four games. Yeah. But they're, yeah. But not so fast, my friend. What is the one thing we're kind of overlooking here? You're talking about England not being able to score goals. What haven't they done in this tournament? Well, they have allowed one. They haven't conceded they haven't all one. That's true. I, it's hard for me to go against a team that's got a hundred percent defensive record up to this point. I, they, they're. So, yeah, just for I, that reason, listen, I, I got to believe England's going to score at least once against Ukraine. I don't know that Ukraine's going to do it back, so I'm I'm going with England. Yeah. Tough All choice, right. though. So that, that rounds out. So our semifinals are I have Italy, uh, Spain, uh, Ukraine, and Denmark. Ryan, you've got Switzerland, mm-hmm. Italy, mm-hmm. Uh, England, Denmark, and Denmark. Denmark. Yep. I have Spain, Belgium, Czech Republic, and England. Boo. No <laughs> pasta for you. <laughs> so just to make this kind of simple, um, Ryan, how do you play out the rest of it? Who you got winning the trophy? <sighs> I think it ends up I think it ends up Italy beating England in the final. Okay. I think. Oh wait. So yeah. Yeah, that would be right. Yeah. Italy beat England and yep. then uh, Italy winning it all. With uh, um, that would be then the Swiss and the Danes would be fighting for three four. I have how, listen to this. I have Belgium mm-hmm. against England, mm-hmm. and I am. Go- <laughs> you know, it's funny because two of the last four European finals has featured a team playing at home and they've lost. Portugal in two thousand four and France in two thousand sixteen. It's going to happen again. England is going to be playing at home at Wembley it's, it's in the lit- final. It's literally going to be home, it's and it's not home. going to come home. It's not <laughs> going to stay because the Belgians, Belgium waffles all day and night. They're going to, they're going to take the title. You know who's going to win? Italy's winning this tournament. I have them beating Belgium, and I said that's the de facto final. And I have them beating the Ukraine. How about that? In you got Ukraine going to the final. I'll tell you what. That would be a hell of a story. If So you got Ukraine beating Denmark then. I the do. I wanted to okay. take Denmark, but, man, I, there's something about this Ukraine Either team. Either one of those teams going to the final would be uh, the game, The way the, the I watched the game today, and, yeah, Sweden is no world beater, but Sweden looked like one of the better teams in the tournament up until this Oh, point. they did. I thought they had a chance to make a deep run. They were. They had been very good, and obviously them getting the red card late in the game kind of swung it to Ukraine, but that red card was brutal. I mean, that guy. Awful I, challenge. I can't believe Awful. it was. I can't believe it was. I can't believe that went to VAR. I can't believe it wasn't a straight red on the field. I Me neither. This guy went studs up right into the side of this guy's mm-hmm. knee. Mm-mm. Can't Bad. do that. No. Cannot do that. So, um, yeah, I've got Italy beating Ukraine in the final. And suck it, England fan. 
<laughs> it's not coming home. It it hasn't since what 1966. Uh, for the World Cup, yes. Um, for any major tournament. Th- yeah, they've never won the Euro. Yeah, so. right. And they've won the World Cup what once? Yeah, one time, 1966. Yeah. Okay. So this is my thing with with England fan. Like, like, come talk to me when you win something. You haven't won anything in 55 years. Nothing. When's the last time they even went to a final? Ooh, uh, I, I Honestly, couldn't even Every tell single you. tournament, they come, oh it's, oh, it's coming home, it's coming <laughs> home. It's stupid song that they play. Guess what? It hasn't come home in your, in the vast majority of your fans' lifetimes. And it's not going to come home this time, and it's not going to come home next winter in the freaking World Cup out in Qatar. I feel like you are like your dad talking to me or anyone else who thought that any team in Cleveland would win a championship pre-2016. Well, that, that's that, – Because well, it's a very honest analogy because England hasn't won a major title in 55 years. No team in Cleveland won a major title. Well, my dad still my, so, dad's, my dad's still – my dad still roots for uh, the Browns team. He's just a, he's just a natural pe- pessimist, which I don't blame him considering the fact that our sports teams have won one championship in what – almost 60 years now. Yeah. Like, I don't blame him. He gets on my nerves, but I don't blame him when we watch games together. England is just me just like, dude, guys, shut up. Who do you think you are? Just yeah. a lot of unfounded listen, arrogance. Listen, honestly, it's not, it's not really unlike Browns fan. We're, mm-hmm. we're this year because we went 11 and five last year. We won a playoffs. We're bloviating. Like, unlike any other sports, mm. uh, fran- uh, franchises, fans, in the in in America right now, it's not unlike it. But I just man, England fan. <laughs> Suffice it to say, you will not be going to Mary Arts for any of their games. No, no. And if England plays Italy in the final, guess where I'll be? At my parents' house with a bunch of my Italian family watching the game. It would be almost fifteen years. <sighs> right, fifteen years ago, almost to the day. Of when Italy won the 2006 World Cup. Yep. Mm-hmm. We almost went to the floor at my parents' house. There were so I many Italians there. there jumping on the f- – my aunt was running around the house with an Italian flag on her on her back. I was yeah. – yeah. It was – I remember that. I wasn't even a, an enormous soccer fan at that point. It was 06. I was 19 years old. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, we were into – you know, we played FIFA in the well, basement and did all cl- that. I, I'll say it's cl- – like, I didn't follow, like, club soccer, like, every week. No. no Not no, at no, all. No, none of us did. No. And I certainly didn't. I didn't know yeah. anything about the club game at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just – sorry, England fan. It's not coming home. You're going to lose this weekend. Sorry. Sucks to suck, but it's going to happen. All right, well, uh, we're almost going on two hours. So, we were going to talk about the Indians and the Cavs today, but we're going to have to save that for another week. <laughs> Table it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the schedule. We'll just see how many more voodoo pins go into Indians Ugh. players within the next week. We'll oh, talk about God. it next week. Prayers up for uh, Josh Naylor real quick. We'll throw that oh out there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, don't, my If you goodness. haven't seen it, don't, don't. do not. It's, it's gross. It's, it's pretty gruesome. Body parts g- going in directions they shouldn't yeah, be. I'm really hoping he makes his qu- – I have no idea what the timeline is. It's he gonna won't be play a, again this year. Oh, no, it'll be a long – he's got yeah. a long road he's, ahead of him. I hope he's that prob- he – He's probably looking at tw- – It's. I think it's similar to the Dak Prescott ankle yeah, injury. Yeah, I just hope Very that he similar. can function well going yep. forward, let alone – playing careers, like, that's, that's way down the road. I just yep. hope he can be healthy and be okay. Yep. I, I, Credit to Matt Underwood and the staff of Valley – who yeah. they, they you know he even said it like oh i don't think we want to see that again and yeah they, and they did not show the replay again Good. like right that 
very, very well done by those guys. <coughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Jordan will be back next week. Uh, we appreciate Steve for uh, jumping on with us. This is a fun episode. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Heck yeah. Uh, so, for Ryan, for hashtag Tortilist Steve, uh, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. Peace.